Welcome to the Out of the Basement Podcast with Devin Turak, Patrick Gleason, and Paul Sanders. And now, here's the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Out of the Basement Podcast. My name, as always, is Devin Turak. <laughs> and today I'm joined by Patrick Gleason. <laughs> hello, hello. And Paul Sanders. And Hi. we have our guest host, Joe, from the Extreme Tabletop Gaming. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, we're, we we had to restart the recording after some technical difficulties with our uh, recording equipment. Uh, everything's back online now. We're all set and uh, we're ready to get going. So let's start with segment number one, our weeks in the hobby. And uh, today we're going to mix them up a bit. We're going to start with Paul. Paul, what have you been up to? Um, building stuff for our podcast. The, uh, the wonderful mic stand that I've the dev has put post pictures up for. Which is beautiful. Which is beautiful. And which is the reason why wait, we no, had wait, the, Paul? the equipment It's huge crash. and beautiful. It's a beautiful. It's a huge and a beautiful thing. But is it a wall? <laughs> it's, it's It probably weighs the same as a curling rock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's bigger than a curling rock. It is bigger than a curling rock. But um, yeah, no, we've we've upgraded all of our equipment, um, which is we're trying to become more professional. So we have we's professional now. Yeah, yeah, we are. We got we finally all got decent mics, which is fantastic because we had a lot of bleed between the other mics. They were each mic was picking up the people it wasn't supposed to pick up, like me because I'm loud. Yeah, you're yeah. excessively loud. Can you <laughs> use five adjectives to describe this? machine i've been up since three o'clock what does adjectives mean <laughs> i don't know <laughs> honestly I'm pretty just, i'm running on it's right handsome now. it's per, it's it's black tentacles yeah. it's, it's yeah it's it, i guess tentacles are it's solid it is it is that yes evasive yes. I, I was gonna say octopoid but there's only four arms so that doesn't That's work quantum <laughs> <laughs> It's not Doc Ock, that's for sure. No. But, uh, this is Paul's time, guys. Oh, I'm, I'm used to not having time, don't worry. Man. Um, <laughs> especially with Patrick. <laughs> oh! oh. I was going to sip more beer then. Yeah, you do that. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, I got nothing else. I'm just... <laughs> well, no, well, no, let, no, let's no. talk about some of the games and or movies oh. and or TV shows and whatever else you've been doing. That's true, that's true. There actually haven't been a lot, but I've been watching a lot of Twitch when I get home and just collapse under bed. Because I'm so tired after working for 11 hours a day, but uh, and you've been up since 3 a.m. Yeah, and yeah, that helps a lot too. And uh, but I have been watching a lot of Twitch streams focused around RimWorld right now, which I know Dev's been playing pretty pretty hardcore there for a while. Uh, yeah, um, I wasn't gonna go next, but since we're already starting, well, talk you're not about going it. next. He's just saying that you've played it. He's yeah, still, well, he's still mm-hmm. talking. Let him finish. Okay, but that's pretty much all I've got. Devrim, really. this is not a segue. It's not. It's, but, it was the but, but I am going to use it as a segue to Devrim. <laughs> oh, because okay, so, he's um, I, I uh, maybe about two weeks ago, um, randomly while I was just flipping through videos on YouTube, I came across this guy who started doing a challenge in this game, RimWorld. Um, where he plays as a single uh, survivor. Sorry, Dev. Oh, Just can you give us a little IG? bit of background of and Paul? Oh, what, what Rim RimWorld World is? Sure. Yes. Okay. So RimWorld is a colony building game. Oh, um, they call it a survival game. But it's it's, not. it's it's like a survival kind game. Of. So it it's not like super high graphics. Uh, your guys kind of look like little meeples, but <laughs> they actually they they borrowed um, they borrowed the uh, the resources from Dwarf Fortress. Okay. For for all of their graphics. Uh, I don't know what that means. It's, it's another. It's another game. <laughs> they took the resources to create. That's what all those, all of that stuff is. 
It's all right. Okay. Sorry. Feelings. Whoa, the feelings. Stop it. (laughs) Sorry, Paul. These buttons do things. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so um, basically it's a game where you can do anything you want. You generate a world. You pick a spot where you start your tribe. So you can play as tribal people. Are you their god? No. You, but you, you can play as tribal people or you can play as people from an advanced civilization who have crashed onto the planet. That's cool. Uh, and so you can you have like varying technology levels. Um, you can have people near you. You gather resources. You build things. And you basically try to survive. Um, so this guy started a challenge where he, he had a lot of is- issues with you know food going bad. And you get food poisoning and die. And your resources get destroyed. That sort of thing. So he's like... I'm going to start off in the most inhospitable place I can find. Ice sheet. The ice sheet. Yep. Where no resources grow. And you have very limited amounts of uh, materials that you can actually build from at the start of the game. And he's starting as a tribal, so he has no, ad- no advanced technology. So you literally start with just the clothes on your back. And you're starting in an environment where it's, it's hostile. immediately hostile. Yeah, and the the temperature gets to be minus 80-something. Uh, I think minus 64 is the, the lowest <laughs> I've seen. Minus uh, 64. I, yeah. yeah, so yeah. a human body, uh, their, their, their comfort zone is between, like, say, 7 or 10 degrees uh, all the way up to maybe 30. Yeah. Uh, you, you're starting at, like, minus 5. Yeah. You're... And so you, you will, ha- you will re- uh, get hypothermia almost immediately. Uh, so, you, first of all, you have to find um, what they call a geyser, which is the only source of heat in this area. Mm-hmm. And you have to immediately put a block, uh, a house around it with a roof. Oh, to so keep the heat in. To maintain the heat. Yeah. And yeah. that will save you from dying. And then you have to find food. Yeah. And and there is very limited food on the uh, on the ice sheet. How many people can you eat? Uh, well, that's, <laughs> that's well, the thing. The that's only the way to survive is to in, in, in this is to be a cannibal. That's and so you start off as a person. You initially you create your character so that he has the trait cannibal, Ooh. where not only does he um, not mind eating people, but he actually gains enjoyment from eating people. Yep, that's kind of sick. That is, yeah, a little. Warped. But it's the only way to survive was, on the ice sheet. Was this guy also a psychopath? I don't know if his guy was. So what you're it, saying is if you're a vegan, yeah, you, you don't will, survive. No. You will not make well, it that, in that's, the ice that, sheet. That's the other thing. This game also provides you with colonists that happen to be pacifists. Yeah. <laughs> and that they does you no good because they refuse to fight. Right. They refuse to kill animals that they need to eat. Mm-hmm. They refuse to do all of that. So, so they're anyway, nothing they but become your food. So what, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, they're, they're what, food. Well, yeah. what if you shoot a few of them first to get them the idea that they need to do something? They it, Once you're a pacifist, you can never become... Really? So, so, I could break so, a pacifist, I'm pretty sure. The way you survive on the ice sheet as a cannibal is you, there are people that come raid your establishments from yeah. nearby colonies. Um, there are transport pods from spaceships in what? space that crash. And you're like, you hey, lunch. It's my buffet. You? It's right. my buffet. Exactly. Num, num, num. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, oh, look. Delivery. I, I hear the dinner bell going. Ding. <laughs> and, so, and there are a couple different. Um, they're, they're, they're not really. They're called the narrators. Yeah, they call them narrators. But so they're the people or the, the AI that determines the difficulty that you're playing yeah. against. There are three different ones. And one is like starts off. It's super easy and it slowly ramps you up as you get better. There's one that's a bit more aggressive, and there's one that's complete chaos. You have He's no the, idea what's going to happen. The, best. the first He's thing the best. that happens to you could be a thunderstorm that destroys everything you have. Yep. The, the first, the second thing that happens to you can be uh, a herd of elephants that, that just joins your commune. I, I had dogs that joined my commune and became uh, like self-tamed uh, animals. So, oh my god, free food for like a month. 
No problem. Come on in. Wait, no, no, no. I've seen a boy and a dog. You don't eat the dog. Oh, trust me. When you're on the ice sheet, you eat whatever you eat people. is available. Not the dog. Well, there are no people. It's you by yourself oh, damn. on the ice sheet, and you have to survive. So, like a regular game, there are three normal starting options. You start with um, a, a three guys who are in crashed from a spaceship, and you try to survive on this planet. You start with five just low low um, uh, technology tribesmen, and you try to make your make your way through the world. Or you can start with a lone guy who's like a big game hunter who's stuck on this planet. Those are the three standard starting things. I created a custom one to, to follow this um, this challenge that this guy did. Yeah. And I am having so much fun. With How many times have you died? Oh my god, I've <laughs> I've restarted uh, like twenty times in one day, <laughs> just trying to find the initial like survive the first day. I read about this one. Well, uh, Control Alt Delete the the, sure. the the site yeah. he talked about it where it was like he was like okay I'm walking out and I'm, I'm dying already like, yeah yeah oh, exactly yeah, exactly you yeah. basically you set foot on the planet and within like 30 seconds in real time you've already got hypothermia yeah <laughs> like it's that cold there yeah so it's it's actually a super fun game um I've switched from playing in uh, hard uh, Iron Man mode to being able to <laughs> save just because it's too like, much I, I've gotten I've gotten um a game all the way up to like uh, six months in. And then all of a sudden, my guy died on one of his own traps. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So, so you went there's, to there's, be able to save. Yeah, and so I, so I, I, I opted in the next time I yeah. started the option to save and restart. And the current game I'm going through, I'm already in year two. And I've already restarted, I think, three times over stupid things that happened for no reason. <laughs> Yeah. But there's, yeah, it's, it's a really fun awesome. game and I'm very there, much enjoying there, there are uh, some things I don't like about it, like yeah. the stupid pathfinding for the AI. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, you can make right. a kill box and have them walk through it and die, which I understand if you're by yourself, that's the only way you're going to survive, but it really cheeses it. Yeah, but it's great because so, anytime there's a raid, I don't even bother checking anymore. I just carry on doing what I'm doing because I've got like a yeah, line of five or six traps in a that's row. That's the thing, though. And if they make it past the one, they don't make it past a second. That, that takes all the challenge out of it. But the challenge is that you're surviving. Like the challenge for you is making sure there are enough people in your storage that haven't gone bad or going to give you food poisoning, yeah. right? So there, there, it still does have challenges. All right, and it's a super fun game. I'm really enjoying it, uh, but it's very frustrating at times. So, so who can fill me in on the game where you guys really like the first one and it's an open world concept, and then they just released it. There's skill trees and sniper classes and close combat classes. Oh, oh! But they just released it, and you said you don't like the new one. Okay, so that's a game called Defiance. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, right. Uh, Defiance is based off a TV show that was created maybe five, about five or six years ago. Yeah, yeah I think I watched uh, it. It, it. It ran for three seasons, and the first two seasons they had co-launched this uh, first person, or sorry, third person shooter um, sci-fi game, yeah. which takes place in the same universe. You awesome. interact with some of the creature or. You, you interact characters with the characters from the TV from the show. TV yeah, show. Yeah, it was actually pretty cool. cool. And it's it's it was, a super fun game to just mindlessly play with your friends and go and yeah. kill a bunch of monsters mm -hmm. or whatever. Are you guys still playing that the the first one? Uh, I I still I have it installed. Dabbled. I haven't installed. I, it. I haven't I, played. I'd be interested in joining in on some fun. Oh yeah, oh, really? absolutely yeah. for sure. It's a nice easy one. You don't have to think Defiance. too much. It's just I yeah. I don't know if you can even still get the original I'm Defiance though. I'm 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 not a fan of the new one is Defiance 2050. where they where they changed all of skill trees the mechanics exactly. They they changed the way your character. The first one was so much easier. You're just like oh I want have this gun. 
gun and then prove the gun. Well, the first one was also far more complicated. Like, yeah, they yeah. really dumbed it down and made it super easy. But the problem is, once you start a class, you're locked into that class. Yeah, and see, so that wasn't in the first one. in Defiance, every different out, loadout you had, once you were high enough level, you could have a different class. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if I, you want to be the sniper one day, you want to be the close combat right. guy, you just yeah. do it. Yeah, healer, exactly. Healer exactly. And, and it's like, oh, you were also I'm, saying I'm, the graphics weren't that much better. There's no change in yeah, graphics no change. that I found. Yeah. So they made it worse and, and, and called and, it Defiance 25. And there's no change in gameplay. There's no change in missions. Right. They've added nothing new to it. Except this, the, the character stuff. And in my mind, they've made it worse. So, That's not good. So no. I've uninstalled that. I don't, I don't even play it anymore. Right. Gotcha. Um, have you seen Daredevil? Did uh, I'm in the middle of watching Daredevil Season 3 right now. I think I have three episodes left to go before I'm done. I love it and hate it at the same time. Like, it's there's so much stupidity in that show. There's so much stupidity. Compared to Iron Fist? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm talking about just the way the, the characters are written to behave. Well, that's that's which, I, which I'm not a fan. That's of. a problem. That unfortunately, it's the, the plot device. Like, yeah. oh, we need them to be stupid at this point. Exactly. And yeah, like in the first two seasons, they didn't quite have it. Like, they had characters, mm-hmm. but in the, yeah, the third one, I find yeah, I agree with you. There was a lot of oh, we need something to happen, so the character will do this, even though it doesn't quite make sense. Right, and all the stuff that happens with like, without giving any away any spoilers, but the stuff that happens with the the FBI stuff that's happening yes. i find that very very stupid but i actually i don't mind it because it goes with the king the kingpin's back right kingpin's I, back um and, and he is a master manipulator oh and he's yes yep. vincent donofrio 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 was supposed to put the italian accent there donofrio <laughs> anyways Cold he dinner. is he is excellent like he pulls off kingpin so well yeah yeah he, and he's a menacing character um i'm not gonna give him spoilers but there's one scene in there where there's a fight scene it's almost 10 minutes long mm-hmm. they did in one take wow like, it, well not sorry not one take six takes but it was one one shot okay That's like the camera moved with them throughout the entire right. thing huh. kind of like the hallway scene from the first episode yeah first season but that was actually done with different cameras and different right. shots Oh, well, they just spliced it together. To they just put it together. Oh, okay. This one was one long shot. Okay. God, and how many times did they have to practice that? Really? They did six takes. Six takes total. But they said everyone was like fully exhausted at the end. Yeah, but yeah, the, the, the way they had to do it is that they had the, the actor and the, the stunt double side by side, like on the ground sometimes. And like they'd move the camera so you'd see, wouldn't see the ground. And they'd switch like the, the the stunt double and the actor would switch and then pop back up right. and back and forth and back and forth like all that. It, you just imagine the logistics, but to do that in one long shot, that's going yeah. through hallways and everything was crazy. It's like, like that's impressive. Oh, it's definitely a great show, and uh, it's probably the best out of the entire series. Well, that's where I'm saying like um, season two Iron Fist. Have you see that one as well? I have. Yeah, and better than season one. Correct, it was better than season one, but I, I understand why it was canceled. And now like Luke, it's it's not a great show. No. Now I don't understand canceling of season three unless you're thinking maybe this is my theory, they're gonna end, end up canceling all of them and then restart them on their they, Disney streaming. That's service. what people are thinking. Um because sorry, Devin, you're still doing movies. I'm sorry. sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, so I, just, I, I got into I, this Daredevil I thing. I finally did see Venom. And oh my god, it was a terrible movie. Like like it was uh, it, it was not a great movie. Um, I, I don't even know if I would call it a good movie. It was. It's a little too slapstick for me. And no, Tom Hardy does a good job though. Tom Harding's fine, but and, and his interaction with Venom 
was humorous, but it felt like it was being played up for humor. Like it didn't, it, no one really seemed like they were really taking it seriously. See, my issue was near the end, the CGI fights. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah it's just mo- it's pure CGI. Most CGI. superheroes are bad, but yeah. to the point where it was like, okay, it's it's dark. Yeah, they're both wearing dark costumes, right? And it's nighttime. Yeah, and they're fighting back and forth, and it's CGI. I, yeah, I was just like. I, Boring. And, and yeah. it's missing the most important thing, in my mind. Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Well, yeah. this the whole point about Venom is he's a counterpoint to Spider-Man. Okay, I know, he's I, the dark part of Spider-Man's goodness. Okay, there, there's spoilers coming up here, people. Spoilers? spoilers? No, no spoilers. I'm giving spoilers. No spoilers. I'm fucking, I'm doing spoilers. I what, are you talking anything. about the very end scene? No, no, no. Where they talk No, it's about... just for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Because, okay, they actually sort of hint... Of Spider-Man without talking to Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they talk about him in like background news stories. Yeah. They never actually say Spider-Man. Though. That's right. But it's because he's from New York. Right. He's from this newspaper. Yeah. And he had and, and, and the way they got away <laughs> from it is by moving Eddie Brock out to the East Coast. Yes, or the West which, Coast. Which actually happened in the, in the comics as right. well. Okay. Uh, because, okay, we're going to go into the comics a bit. Sure. For it. Because, yes, Spider-Man is reason Venom exists. The only reason Venom exists with right. Eddie Brock. Because but Spider-Man in this time frame shouldn't exist at all, because in in the original timeline it was the Secret Invasion or the Secret Wars, Secret Wars, where Secret he Wars. got the, that was a symbiote that he got. Yeah, which, which he, that went on to Spider-Man, and they've completely changed that. So now they there's had a bunch of symbiotes that crashed on on Earth. No, America. but that's actually retconned in the comics as well. Oh, is it really? Yes. Ah, oh, stupid. See, this is okay. They retconned the comics. The symbiotes is actually an alien symbiote, and there's a whole bunch of them. Okay. Okay. But however, in the Eddie Brock, the Venom, Eddie Brock hated Peter Parker. Yes. Venom hated Spider-Man, who Correct. also knew he was Peter Parker. Yes. And then when they bonded, then Eddie Brock realized who Spider-Man was yes. and all those sort of things. But because of the Sony Marvel deal, Sony can't use Spider-Man. Right. At oh. all. At all. But they're not, sh- they can't, they're hoping maybe in the future, they might be able to have him back or right. do some sort of thing where Venom and Spider-Man exist again right so they dropped hints that about spider-man without actually mentioning it but the problem again though is like you're right in the new re the third reboot Mm -hmm. there is no venom or any or symbiote or anything right that was only in the sam raimi ones right so yeah you're like how can you have all of a sudden yeah so they had to rewrite the whole they had to rewrite because of that they had to rewrite the whole history right of the symbiote right. and Eddie Brock to be able to do it. Anyway, hmm. it's it, listen. If it's you better wanna, than a lot of DC movies. If you want to watch it at home, watch it at home. But I would not pay money to see it. It's better than most of the DC movies. Uh, I don't even know if I would give it that. Really better than Suicide Squad. I love Suicide Squad. What Suicide I mean, Squad's crap? There, there's so much of it Harley that was Queen. stupid, but. Suicide How many squad. fucking helicopter crashes can you know, go through and I know, survive? I know. And, and, and the that whole, was, that's one of my chief complaints about Suicide Squad. And Amanda squad. Waller shooting everybody at the, the thing. That made no sense. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's kind of within her... Um, yeah, no, but why? Like, you know, so, so, sorry, Dev. I'm, uh, so anyway, this yeah. This is what happens all the time, as you've heard. <laughs> so you guys I, need a yeah. beating stick. I'm just saying. <laughs> solve a lot of problems. So yeah, so I saw a Venom. I'd like that, though. Um, I'm thinking <laughs> oh, about sorry, what, was it? what else I've seen oh. recently that's good, but... Nothing's really coming to mind. I mean, maybe I'll bring it up on our next recording uh, after I do some more thinking, uh, thinking and, and, and writing stuff down, maybe, and come with like an actual sheet of stuff from yeah. the year that we're going to talk about. Uh, so at this point, maybe I'll pass it on to our guest, Joe, 
Okay, guys. Well, thank you very much. First off, I'm super excited to be here. Thank you for letting me in on the little group. It's great. Thanks for hosting, Patrick. One of us. One of us. Under the table. And yes, we're going to Do you want another beer, by the way? I will soon, actually. I'm getting pretty close. So the the big thing, guys, is um, I'm not going to touch movies because as a parent of two kids, I literally... Devram's getting this signal that is now time to go into the good stuff. Th- this is why we do this silently. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to bring don't it up. We're doing Talk live. We're gonna. They're gonna see Joe drinking. I am definitely drinking whatever you're drinking. So, um, <laughs> but TV shows. Uh, if you want it more on the comic side, I, I'm not there uh, because there's a lot of hours. If you want to go through those, uh, was it Jessica Jones Diaries, yep. uh, Iron, 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 Iron Fist, Iron Fist, Luke, Luke Cage, Luke Cage, Daredevil. So I am not through that, guys. Okay. I am just not there. I no, want to fine. be there, just not happening. So I watch Chicago Fire, Chicago Med, and Chicago PD, <laughs> which are not <laughs> comic-related, <laughs> but they're awesome. And guess what the name of the director is? It's amazing. Wolf uh, Dick. Are, are they all done by the same I think so. Company? Yes. It's Chicago. Yes, so yes, it's yes. actually Dick Wolf, Dick not Wolf, Wolf Dick. Wolf. But I call him the Wolf Dick because that guy knows how to put a cliffhanger oh, into a show. He's, yes, he, he's really well-known. He is... Well, terribly that, he, good at he it. He started with, um, oh my god, what's that thirty-year running show with the cops? Simpsons? No, with, with, the, with the cops <laughs> and the lawyers. Uh, Law and Order. Law, Law and Order. So insert cue for audio clip. Law and Order is a copyright of. Not sponsored by, but we would like one. Yeah. No. So I I watch more things that are. Actually, I don't watch much by myself uh, that we're allowed to talk about on the show, but we're definitely uh, mm-hmm. watching a lot with my bum, wife. Chicka, bum, chicka, bum, pow, bum, chicka, bum. You'll find out later. <laughs> so I don't know uh, if I want to know, to be honest. You're too tired to know, Paul. Yeah, you're I'm too, too tired. tired to know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I've actually been twitching it up a lot recently, and that's why um, <laughs> with <good>. my... <laughs> Thank you, good sir. I'm sorry. It's, aren't you single right now? Is you've been twitching your so, foot? Good friend. Um, but my intent is to actually kind of do a little bit of a podcast myself because you guys introduced me to podcasts like and isn't two it cool? months ago. They're so cool. Podcasts have revolutionized my driving time yes. or commuting time. It's like, all yeah. I listen to. I now. hate radio now. Yep. I'm like, listen to a radio ad, and then there's an ad four seconds later. I'm like, I should be doing something else. Yeah. Gentlemen, cheers. 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 To one and all. Thank you so much. I don't want to think this over electronics. Yeah. Don't do let's, it. Let's just be careful with it. Pat, we'll just go mm-hmm. up in the air. Up, up in the air. Don't shoot it. Oh, that's not already good. there, boys. Already there. <sighs> so good. It Delicious. burns the What's whole it? way down. Okay, granted, it's not as good as the uh, blue label we normally drink. Oh. Or we'll be having Ooh. in Chicago. Yeah, oh, we will. Oh, hey. Oh, how about we segue ch- into Adepticon just real quick? Okay, we can do that. Uh, so, I, I can't go. Oh. It's okay, I'm not going either. I can't either. go. Okay. But you guys we're, are going to be taking whatever you're allowed to take of swag from Extreme Tabletop Gaming. Okay. The Royal Tabletop Regiment. Canadian Tabletop Championship swag. Okay. And all of that is before the CTC. So you guys will be at Adepticon. Yes, we'll um, talk about I it. actually have a lot of Can- Canadians and actually I was going to talk about American people that have already bought tickets to the CTC. So, oh, nice. now, so we'll Joe, quickly not talk about that. Though. Do you want me to get you in contact with the guys who run Adapted Yes. And to get like maybe an ad <laughs> into the swag bag? That'd be great. That because gets given out to everyone who's there. Hey, custom... would CTC like to sponsor me for going to Adepticon? <laughs> yeah. You know what? We got so much stuff. Like I have uh, Chessex Dice coming mm-hmm. that have CTC on it. So I'll have four or 5,000 of those. We'll talk about that in a later segment. Yes. But the point is, 
I am not cool enough to watch videos like you guys. Okay. Uh, I don't have a lot of TV shows on the go. Well, you have family. I do. That makes and, a difference. But there's one. There's a few things that I'm really looking forward to on Netflix that I'm not even there to watch yet. But one of them was, uh, is it called, it's not Cobalt, but it's another type of metal, um, Obsidian or Rock. Anyway, it's, a, it's one of those like cool one-off like wood or material. Uh, full blood obsidian. Eh, it'll come to me eventually, and I'll just spit it out loud okay. by accident. Um, <laughs> uh, jade, ice, fire. You know. Anyway, it's, <laughs> do, you, it's cool. what, do you know what the concept not, is? It's a metal. No, I don't. Okay. But it's like, yeah, I don't. Someone told me about it, and they said it was going to be amazing. So okay. hopefully. Oh, so you don't actually know anything about the show? No, I'm not even there yet. Okay. I just my suspense is so built up, and I don't even remember the name. Okay. Well, it's it, the worst. It, it might be Cobalt because there is, be. is something there called Cobalt then that's that I saw released recently okay. on Netflix. Yeah, well, maybe that's it. Um, yeah, because I've been watching a fair amount of well, either Prime or Netflix lately. Yeah, um, get started watching Preacher on Prime. Preacher, is that Preacher good? is based on a graphic novel. Do you novel? like it? Yes, I, I saw the first episode. I wasn't Preacher? sold on it. Preacher, I like it. Um, well, I like. I watched it when novel. I watched it when it came out on um, uh, Showcase. I think it was. Yes, yes. Oh. Showcase. Yeah. yeah, and I've I watched the first couple seasons of it. I it's based off of a graphic novel, yeah. which yes. I have read, and. So far, it's not bad. Well, it's it's really dark. It's oh, it like is. it's like it's um, it, it's it's like uh, The Walking Dead, only like way darker well, than that. What it is is basically it's called Preacher. It's a guy who is a preacher, obviously. Yep. What happens is he gets imbued with the word of God. Awesome. He's, he's, he's not really a preacher. He's an he's like an ex-con type. He's a preacher because he's fallen into his but, but, but his father oh. his father was a preacher. He's, and he's 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 trying to do right pretend, by his yeah, father. But he's, he's a drinker, a he's a smoker. But oh my god. And now he has this, power? Uh he has the word of God imbued in him. So when he yeah. speaks with the word of God, the people have to do exactly what he says. It's, it's like God is telling you what to do. But yeah, you're you, being commanded. Uh, yes. But unfortunately, it's also a literal thing. So if the, yeah. he says, like, open your heart to someone, they literally will rip their They'll heart cut out. their heart out. and yeah. Don't think he, that's the intent. See, this he, is he rules as written and rules <laughs> as intended. But see, this, this, this one guy, this kind of a spoiler, kind of, this one guy really, really annoys him. Uh, and he just, he yourself. just doesn't think, it, he, no, well, yeah, he does say that and that Takes one guy it. does it. But, um, he says he's like go to hell, and he goes to hell. Nice. And then the whole, the whole, I think the whole following season is, is that about him that? in hell. Yes, trying to get <laughs> out of hell. <laughs> what am I here? And I, I, I gotta say, because it's, 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 it's a terrible spoiler, but his best friend in hell is Hitler. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh boy, oh, we're going straight it's, there. It's, this show is. Fantastic. It, but it's, 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 it's if really you dark, not, but yeah. good. It, okay. Like, if you um, don't take any of it seriously. But it's good. It's great. Um, so I've been watching that one. Um, I watched yeah, Luke Cage, the second season, second season of Iron Fist, mm-hmm. and the third season of Daredevil. Um, I like Devil. I actually like the third season of Daredevil. No, I'm, I, I'm not saying I don't like it. There are just things about it that bug me. Yeah. But it's mainly from a writing uh, yeah. standpoint. But to go on the ideas, because now Luke Cage has been canceled. Yeah. Well, sorry. Iron Fist was canceled first. Yep. Understandable, because it wasn't getting great reviews. Yeah. Luke Cage had a 70 out of 100 on Rotten Tomatoes and other places. Is that good? Sounds reasonably good. That's good. good. It's yeah. reasonably good for for TV show. Yeah. Um, actually, it's funny. Just on a side note for my thing. Ash versus the Ar- versus the Army of uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead with Bruce Campbell is one of the few shows on on Rotten Tomatoes that has the highest yeah. rating ever. Yeah, for three seasons yeah. in a row, they're amazing. Um, but Luke Cage had a seventy out of hundred, which mm-hmm. is pretty decent still. Yeah. 
it got canceled as well mm. after season two. Uh, Defenders is there was had only one season. There's no talk of a second season. And Defenders is when all the yeah, weird all, people all the together. together. It was okay. not the best because they it was a little boring. Yeah. But again, it, like Devram says, Disney's now going to have their own streaming. Oh no, they've had it for for a while now. They've done all three seasons of Rebels as purely from no, but you, but, but streaming. But they're slowly getting all their stuff back, right? Yeah. So Netflix had signed contracts for Marvel te- like Marvel shows. Yeah, those are money makers. Oh, huge. But yeah. the thing is, they're not going to get renewed because right. Disney's going. Well, we want them all back ourselves. And Disney's buying a lot of stuff. Yeah. Well, they don't. They own Marvel, right? Right. Well, right. they own Sony too now. Yeah. No, and Fox, Fox, Fox. Part of, no, Fox, Enter- Fox Entertainment. They don't own Sony. They own, they own Fox. Fox Entertainment. You're right. You're right. Uh, which is the X Men. Yeah. Oh. Which would be Legion. Yeah. On the show. Um. So the okay. interesting thing for oh, by the way, watch the show Legion. It's not yeah. connected to this Daredevil universe at all. I'm writing it down. But the show Legion it's is on TV. Actually, on cable. Joe, take notes. Yes. It's on cable. Um. Yes. So the thing is, in Daredevil it's season three, without fuck. I okay. I'm giving a little bit of spoilers, but there don't. Is, do no, it. but there is no Luke Cage. There is no Iron. Yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's just him by himself. Just himself. Okay. But it was interesting. Not even any Misty Knights or anyone else. No, from like which the, was interesting because I would have. No I could have, I could have seen uh, Luke Cage sure. after season two in season three of Daredevil sure. for what was going on. And I also wanted sort of Punisher season two is coming out in January, but I was ex- I could have seen Punisher in that as well. Yeah, Punisher would be, would be excellent in there. And I was sitting there going like, oh, it would have been cool to have the crossovers mm-hmm. to lead into. Defenders, but I'm going. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. So, um, I've also started watching. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Now, now it's two of you doing it. I'm going to have to edit that shit out, and it's going to take me forever. Don't edit any more. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't started watching The Flash, but that's on my list. You've um, never watched The Flash? No. Oh, I, 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 I saw, gave no, up. After sorry, that's couple, not correct. I watched the seasons. original Flash TV series. Oh, that was the best. That was really that was good. good. Um, he plays Barry's father in the, yes. uh, in the new movie. I've been show. watching yeah. um, Dirk Gentry, Dirk Gentry's holistic, holistic, Hello, holistic Esther, how are you? detective agency, which is really funny. And very British, though. Even though it's American, it's still. Yeah. Um, and and I've got that more women watching up. my show in one yes. day than you guys have had in three years. <laughs> um, I'm just saying. <laughs> my sister's watching. Oh, okay. The and g- my physio. The Good Place. <laughs> the Good Place was surprisingly yes. Good. I started getting into it. At least the second, I started getting into it. I'm like, wow, that's it's like so much philosophy going on yeah, in there. It's like the, the first season again was phenomenal. And it also comes back to ethics and morals. How do you determine? What's, who's good? How do right. you determine if you're a good... Can you change if you're not good, quote unquote? My problem with Good Place is where to go with it great. after the end of the first yes. season. Um, and they, I don't know if they did a good enough job. And also, I wanted yeah. to see the new season of oh, that the Viking one. Not Vikings. <gasps> Norse, Norsemen. Norsemen. Is that good? No, no, not oh, the comedy one. If, uh, no, no, not the, the, uh, not the comedy one. The don't other speak. one. Um, you're not allowed to speak. Last now. Kingdom. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. La- last, last Kingdom, last kingdom was... It's a TV. No, it's there. There is there is a movie called The Kingdom. I the think? Kingdom with Orlando That's Bloom. The, Orlando Bloom. The Last Kingdom. Last Kingdom is a great TV show. It's based and on. It's based again on novels. Yeah. Uh, which is yeah. basically Cornwall. Uh, yeah. Uh, Essex. Essex. No, no, I'm the guy who wrote. Oh, it. yes, Bernard, Bernard Cornwall. Cornwall, yes. Because yeah. <laughs> Cornwall's. A I know. I know. Um, <laughs> but it's basically 900s. Yeah. Um, England. And like like actual real time. Yes. So we're not talking Arthurian. There's no Viking. There's no dragons. Yeah. There's nothing like that. It's 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 okay. like live. But uh, it's funny the it's way it kind of would have been around that time because there's awesome. the Danes in in 
against other Saxons. Yeah. Uh, and they don't like each other. Yeah. But everyone's like, well, they're just all the same Vikings. Like, no, they're not. They yeah. don't like each other. Yeah, the, the the Britons do not get along with the people because they've come in and taken over all their land. And really, there's only one free area left. Area? And so this guy was the son of a Danish chieftain. And then he, other tribes came in and destroyed his, his village, yep. killed his family, killed his That's wife. Terrible. He runs away, basically gets <sighs> adopted by this uh, British family. Yep. And then goes out and tries to, like, Ooh. reconquer his lands. Yeah, uh, it's a great storyline. Sounds great. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so Patrick, are we gonna allow me to finish off with my <laughs> my games yeah. and welcome, my hobbies? Welcome. Do you like, do you like how we just kind of? Went oh, and I'm gonna talk about my movies. No, I do I love it. I do. No, no, I know I'm not done. So my games, Patrick Leeson. Oh. Uh, computer games. People have bought me. It was my birthday in August, and people bought me Steam gift cards. My brother and uh, yes, some, Steam is awesome. Some, yeah. some all that stuff. Got games. I love computer games. Yeah. And that's one thing that I've actually given up since the Canadian Tabletop Championships. Sure. I just have not had hours to sit there and play no. Skyrim or any other kind of fun or cool uh, game. Uh, Warhammer 40K? Haven't played shit. Or sorry, Space Marine? Haven't played it yep. in it's... a long time. So I got Inquisitor Murder, which is Warhammer Inquisitor Murder yes. that TGA bought me for a gift. I played my first hour the other day and it was hilariously really? fun. I think it's only single player though. We were it hoping is. that was... Uh, like Diablo where it's multiplayer right. yeah. I don't think it is it might be but it would be very cool if it was and we just didn't know it that's Inquisitor so, oh so Inquisitor is that similar to like a Diablo style where it's yes. just like an action RPG type thing it is and but there's a story fed version and then a open world yes okay. here's my question for you when playing it and you you hear the Inquisitor's voice yep didn't that sound a bit like Kelsey Kramer it's I don't know who that is or what they do Fraser but, Oh, I don't know who that is. <laughs> That's <laughs> interesting. Because so I heard now that, I know, what that I, is. but it's not him. But the voice it's not? I was, it's not. But when I, I was watching like uh, videos of the game, yeah, and I'm like, that sounds like fucking yes. Frazier. So now that you ruined it for me, it does sound like <laughs> Frazier. <laughs> Doesn't um, it? The game's great though. Like, first off, the Inquisitors may be a little bit too overpowered unless they're like meant to be a higher level because these yeah. cultists are shooting you, and there's a Terminator with an auto gun. And you're just like running up to them, blowing them up with like psychic powers, which yeah. is cool, by the yeah. way. But I think you start off a little bit too powerful. Like yeah. you're definitely not an adept. You're 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 Devram, the... no ideas for Warhammer 40k Dark Heresy. You're not going to get that toys. But if we ever actually get to play again, <laughs> that's another issue. That's a whole other issue. But games are great, and there's like a whole bunch of cool Warhammer games. So the Total War Warhammer Two is out. It's been out for a few months, so yeah. maybe even six months now. Haven't got it yet, but um, that's on the download list to play. I, I hear though that all the Dawn of War just they didn't actually do any work to it. They just retook all of the existing compared to to Warhammer Total War One or, or so. It is not like any of the Total War games. Oh, I'm not. It's not. Sure. Maybe maybe Dawn of War Three. No, this is it's no, a Total no. War okay. thing. So so but as I, an example, it's not just like Total War Romans or Total right. War other, no. and then reskinned and revoiced. It's a whole game system. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. They've done a really Fair good enough. job with number one, and my buddy TJ, who's now played a lot of hours of number two, says it's even way better than number one. Okay. So I thought number one was quality, like Rome Total War style, mm-hmm. but like newer graphics, and then he said it got better. So I don't know how better because I haven't played it yet, but that's on my list to do. Okay. And and that's a multiplayer game. And then there's like a uh, there's a civilization style Warhammer game called something I can't remember, but it's basically mm-hmm. civilization but your Warhammer. Okay. So as you can tell, I, my hobbies are mostly around Warhammer, yeah. and that's where I'm getting to next. Okay. Oh, guys, it's not even October anymore. It's no. Norkvember, <laughs> and I own too much orcs. So do you have the orcs? Did you pick up the? Book? I have them. 
Did you pick up the book? Yes. Did they? They don't get. Tell me they don't get nerfed. No, that is the opposite word I would use. They got oh, really? juiced up to like green Released. skin level, horde level. Cool. What? Yeah. The like the melee killing. Everything is amazing. Goths are awesome because yeah. on so on a D six, there's sixes in close combat become exploding sixes where you get to roll another attack. Nice. So Holy one goth gets with a close combat weapon gets two attacks base plus close combat is three. And then if you're in a squad of twenty or more, you get an extra one is four. If you get the warp head and he throws on a psychic power, you get five attacks per model. Jesus. And then if you're next to Gaskell, you get plus one. So you get six. Oh, and then you put in a knob with wall banner and they hit on twos instead of threes. Oh my god. And then Jesus. the sixes explode. <laughs> Holy fuck. They're brutal. And then I you get the plus one to attack skill. Yeah. And then you do the fight against stratagem for three command points. So every model attacks with six. There's 30 times six is 180 oh, times two. Geez. Sixes explode, which is 16%. 600 attacks. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And you have to use real dice. If you're a real orc player, you, you do dice. not use the application. You roll 100 dice at a time, <laughs> and you make everybody wait for the results of death. And if they don't pull their five squads, uh, their five guys scout squad, they're an idiot. Yeah. They're because, just like, we'll just take this way now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they should, because... That's a lot of attacks. It's like between five to six hundred, depending on your roll and your hot, oh, and and what you get for your rolls. Even like, I would do well in that. Oh, even, even you, I... Patrick, you get like a hundred attacks, but it'd still be enough <laughs> to kill those five space marines. Yeah. So I am all the way jazzed about. Really quick recap: Orcs got a new codex. Yep. They yes. got new dice. Yep. They got yes. new cards. All that's awesome. Doesn't matter. The cool parts are they got a new buggy. So yes, the I heard. Orca I... Morca buggy. That's. This big is still sixty dollars online. Uh, by the way, for those who are actually listening to the podcast, I'm using a peen. I'm using a two by two length. A two by two. It's a two by two by sounds, two. Sounds about right. Two by two. It's actually more like a six by four by four. <laughs> but okay, we can go that's, there. That's not six. Well, no, that's, that's not your six. That's <laughs> that's like a that's a two. Don't edit this stuff. It's way more fun. <laughs> not edit this. So, um, so yes, the buggies. I don't know about rules wise. I haven't gone through them. I've seen the stratagems. I've seen the warlord traits, and I've seen the some of the point costs. All of that's good. The rules for each model. I haven't seen them yet. But there's four new buggies. There's a war boss riding a trike with oh. another guy doing a one-handed massive gun shooting out the flank while the war boss has this like custom claw the size of your face just like crunching things that's cool sweet and then there's the there's the okay so i'm gonna get it all wrong there's the rocket truck squig launcher truck there's 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 the boom blast uh daca truck there's the speed freak the uh Oh, I'm going to get them all wrong. I should just read Now, do they bring back, if you paint it red, it goes... Yes, sir. So the red ones always go faster. Because that was... was Now, is it a rule? I'm not sure. But the speed freaks get plus one inch to their move, plus one to their advance, and plus one to their charge. And if they're speed freaks, it's plus two to their move. So a 14-inch bike moves 16 base, auto sevens on an advance, and then next to the trike war boss, Mm -hmm. gets to advance and charge. How many inches is that for you there, Matt? 16... 23... Plus, plus a charge, 2d6. Six, yeah, so 20, 30, 30 average. Inches. Yeah, 30 average. Yeah. And then you get your reroll, and the reroll got improved. Nice. You get two dice to roll for a charge. It used to be reroll fails. So say if you needed a seven and you got a six, you have to reroll both dice. Now you can pick one or both to reroll, and it doesn't have to be on a failed charge. So if you got like, if you needed a six and you got a six, but you got a one and a five on your dice, You're like, oh, you can pick the up one? the one, reroll and get a six, and then right. get an 11 right. inch charge. Right. Nice. And then everyone dies. Yes. And then three <laughs> command points fight again. 
and fuck you rerolls plus one to move. Yeah. It's gonna be so good. How so much, good. How much are the buggies and all that though? Fifty-five bucks pop. Don't tell me how much I paid. I'm not allowed to disclose on live TV. All right. That's but... one of those questions. That's, but you said it's not family. So if I ask you online, if I, if I, if I ask yeah. you, on the... it's true. I have three boxes of the Speed Freaks, and two of them are in the. Back I want to get the trike. I want to get the trike. Then the trike awesome. looks really cool. Yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah. I have trikes coming in, Patrick. I will hook you up. Cool. I have multiple trikes coming. Well, in. we'll be talking about that soon. Yes. Uh, but this is all my hobby stuff. My hobby stuff, as you can tell, guys, it's I'm not Warhammer a super nerd. I I don't watch enough Star Wars or enough books nerd. to be cool. But I definitely roll dice like a madman. Yes, when do. I can. And over to you, Patrick. Well, I've already... For the fourth time today. <laughs> no, it's always about me. Devram's Paul like... got four and a half minutes and Patrick, Patrick's and on 20 and I'm on 16 and Devram's just like, I don't care. Well, Devram... <laughs> I'm like, fuck you all. <laughs> well, Devram is usually a guy who... Because he normally does so much game mm-hmm. and hobby and movie stuff. Like, he yeah. is... He's, usually, a, he's, a, he's hardcore. He's... Well, yeah, he usually watches a lot of TV and stuff. I do. Um, so, anyways, I went through the, the, the Netflix stuff that I've been watching and... Yes, the Last Kingdom is another one that I have to really get into. But we're talking like that's last year's news. Yes, uh, no, Last Kingdom, the new episode. There's a new season this year. New season came out not too long ago. Are you talking season two or season three? Season three. Oh, then I haven't seen it. Yes, uh, I haven't seen it either. But it came out. But did you watch season two yet? No, okay. I'm still. On... Have you watched season one? Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. I have you that watched one. Norseman? Yes. Is that good? Norseman. Oh, it's hilarious. hilarious. It's, it's hilarious. It's, that it's that one. I'm, I'm watching the first episode. I can't tell if this is meant to be a comedy or if it's meant it to is, be like serious it's, action. It's, it's both. It's yeah, British but it, it's not British. It's Norwegian. Yes, it's Norwegian. Norwegian. Yes. No, no, trust me. The guys who are in it have another um, well, show okay, called maybe, Nordheim. But, no, uh, called Troll. No, just yeah. It's uh, the, um, the reference though says it's a, it's. Uh, oh, it might be a BBC one, but the, most of the people are. Oh, all, all the people in it are Norwegian. Oh, you read it as Norwegian. Yeah, yeah. it is sitcom though. Oh, it's, it's but I but love, it's I love, I love the the thing lovable loser. <laughs> oh, he's fantastic though, Orvid. Yeah, but I mean, talk about Orvid. Orvid's my favorite. Oh, he's meant to be. He's like the main character. Yeah, they, it, it, it it's is tongue in cheek and funny. It's like it's really hilarious. And then I started. Uh, remember how a while ago one of our friends Nick was saying we should do certain bad movie nights again every sure. once in a while. There's one I saw in Prime that's perfect for it called Cartel Twenty Forty Five. It's hmm. with um, Machete, Danny Trevejo. Trejo, you Trejo, mean? Trejo, Trejo. Yeah, sorry, Danny. <laughs> I you don't names. know anyone's names. I don't care. That's what other people are Trevejo. for. Trevejo. That's, that's what other people are for. Trevago. 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 <laughs> Danny Trejo, sure. that's I gotta a, get a hotel no, room. Sorry. Danny Trejo, he's a great actor. Um, he actually has a taco store as well, or taco restaurant. Of course they do. That's he, called a stereotype. He apparently has no, one, of the, one of the funniest podcasts, Danny Trejo. Yeah. yeah. Um, Anyways, he's in Cartel 2045, and nothing against him, but it looks like someone recorded it on a laptop sure. and edited it that way sure. with the basic Windows editing. And now you can. Yeah. Technology is that advanced that you can actually put out a movie that you record uh, yourself no, okay, on no, your laptop. This is not advanced. This, this is not advanced. It's pretty cheesy, pretty bad. Yeah, but you're talking about a $200 setup or $400 setup, and you put a, a, a full movie out with it. Yes, it, but good. it looks... Of course, and it, it looks like that. So, when are we doing a movie for four hundred bucks? Uh, none of us next have, year. Should. None of us have the bodies for. Uh, <laughs> we do. We can do movies, dude. Trust we, me, we're doing movies next year. We okay. could Anyways. throw balloons out windows. Uh, I'll leave it when I that's a movie. For yeah. gaming stuff, I haven't really done any gaming for a while because, oh. unfortunately, because on Monday you're doing Kill Team. No, tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm doing Kill Team. What about Monday? 
Monday's too far away. We can't think about can't that. Can't think ahead. Okay. Um, after a lot of drinking on the weekend, I may not Fair be able to. Um, <laughs> but also, my, my campaigns, unfortunately, have been stalled. Although Pendragon's coming up. The yeah, when, 20 when, is, year, when is Pendragon? November 24th. The, the ongoing almost 15-year-plus real-time yeah. game. 40-year-plus in-game. In-game. Yep. Um, the Dark Heresy one, I'm hoping to get more players coming up. I saw that. that. Yeah, did, yes. did anyone respond? To a, couple a couple people, people? did, so yeah. we're hoping to get some more people. Some, some new people that are... Yep. Sorry. And Sorry. microphone drop. Um, <laughs> so that's it for me. So now, Devon, I'll let you know. introduce the second segment. Uh, See how well, maybe there's that? more stuff I want to talk about. Oh, okay. But no, actually, there I'm going to talk about one it. Thing if I anyone want, Paul wants to say, he should get a chance. <laughs> um, that we're starting to move into. I don't know if it's like upcoming. I guess it is. Yeah, upcoming. Let, let's just go strange and easy rumors. Um, well, it's not. Well, I guess upcoming uh, tabletop simulator. Ooh. Yes, that, yes, that's exactly what I was going to segue okay. into. Yes, because right. we all right. have so it now. I've made the plunge to um, look into running a game of Star Wars on tabletop simulator. There's actually a preset table that's perfect for us. Um, I'm going to do some tweaking for it, though. Change out the character sheets because there's a, a, a newer version of the character sheet where it involves, like, you can ba- basically play a character from any three of the lines. Um, so because Guys, we get two and a half that, minutes I'm... without Patrick, what do you want to say? <laughs> Not two and a half minutes. Thanks, the beer's get outside. Beer. No, it's, <laughs> it's so... unfortunately five feet away. Oh, <laughs> 30 seconds. Close. <laughs> I keep my... I keep my alcohols closer. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, so Tabletop Simulator is basically a, it's like you're watching, it's like you're, it's a a virtual tabletop that you can see on the screen and you can basically have your friends sitting around a tabletop in the cyberspace. Um, It's, it's going to allow us to get together more often without having to worry about real um, life problems about yeah things yeah. like actually physically having to be in the same room because we it's it for well it, unfortunately for us um we live on opposite sides of the city yeah so actually getting together is a lot Challenge. more a lot more difficult than you'd think like yeah. for for me and dev to get together for me to go to his place for my place it's like 50 minute drive yeah yeah longer, and i mean much yeah. longer actually yeah to get but to your place for mine it's it's you know, it's that eats into all of our time, so we can't do it as often as we'd like to. However, with Tabletop Simulator, we can just get together yeah. two, two, three hours in one afternoon or one evening sometime. Yes. Yep. No, everyone can be in the comfort of their own home. Underwear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't have to worry about totally. getting showered or anything. Just, just have a good time. And then the most important thing, though, we're planning on recording it and yes. putting it out. And Very getting cool. to the point where we're then doing it live. Yes, we're going to be live streaming. Yeah. That. So, are you going to edit the live? Uh, no. He's yeah. Jeff's the one recording, <laughs> so you know. <laughs> no, but but that's to say you can't edit if it's going live. Well, you can have like the ble- you know, seven second delay. Um, don't maybe. do it. We're not going to do it. No filter. Mainly because I don't have that kind of technical savvy to set up a seven second delay. It's much easier if we just fucking go live. And Patrick's already seven seconds delayed. But what, Joe? If you want to give. Role playing a try, saying you, you've only oh, played yeah, about twenty yeah. hours. Yeah, in my um, life, I can introduce you to Star Wars role playing, where the most important thing about the game is it's purely narrative. Oh, okay. so you have That's these cool. special, these very funky dice. Yep, and then the funky dice kind of tell you how well or how poorly you did. Okay, but it's not necessarily just a strict pass fail. There's also like another mechanic where uh, you could you could have a failure, but something positive can happen, or okay. you could have a success, but something negative also happens. Like dumb luck and right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. 
And so based on that, you fun. you interpret the 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 role and then tell a story of what happened when you were making that role. Okay, it's a super fun game, and uh, I love Star Wars, so it's it's in yeah. exactly the kind of genre that I'm that I yeah, love. That would be great. I love to get in on it because I've been doing a little bit of tabletop myself, and I think it's like a great. I do it for 40k, but I, yeah. I mean, it is a medium that's used for anything. I haven't done no, I haven't tried it with. Well, okay, because uh, got a buddy that wants to start doing tabletop kill team because it's nice and fast kill team is easy and fast yeah. Are you about tabletop simulator yeah yes on, yeah. on tabletop simulator. see i i gotta tell you i don't know if i would be up for like a game that only takes 45 minutes i still meet up with someone live to play it well it's, yeah, but again, just it's because like, it's fast like yeah. a three-hour rpg or, no but it cuts down the driving right or, or uh, getting somewhere because like for me going out to orleans yeah, takes especially winter's out. coming right so yeah. there's gonna be like a foot of snow out there anytime yeah. soon yeah that's so, true it's safer yeah and this one here it's like also it's like okay yeah i got uh, an hour to kill before my wife, you know, and yeah. kids get ready. And the mechanics are already there. The 40K tabletop simulator is already, like, super mature. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you just make it two feet by two feet instead of six by four, and right. you're done. Like, that's yeah. all you have to do. Yeah. It's super easy. And um, once the tabletop simulator is set up, with all the, like, there's no rules because right. you still have the rules. You just play so with you, the rule book. You deal with the rules on your own. Yeah. It just provides a virtual space where you're doing the, the yeah. actual and also, movement of the models. Why I like why I want to get into that is because... This way here allows you to play a whole bunch of different armies mm-hmm. that actually paint for them. Yeah. So what you're saying is me setting up a multi-thousand person, three-day <laughs> national championship convention in real life is a waste of fun. No, 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 no. That's because that's no, no. what I just heard. No, no, no. Because no. I could just do this on the interwebs in my underwear <laughs> and take three hours of my life to do it instead of spending no, thousands no. of hours of my life and to do something segue. that everyone else could do. That's a good segue for why you're here. <laughs> yes, I, I did set that up for you. Yes. <laughs> but no, what I'm saying is because it's 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 for just doing a kill team with a couple of people. That's it's cool. nice. It's wow. nice and easy, right? <laughs> um, Quit long sandwich. <laughs> yeah, $5. $5 They got rid of that special though. Did they? Uh, yes, too they many did. meatballs. Bastards. Yes. <laughs> Um, so, Devram, yes. do you mind if we bring Joe in on for No, it? let's do it. Let's go okay. right to the CTC. Uh, are you good with that? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, guys, I, first off, thanks again for, for letting me join in. Um, I really appreciate it. So, just to kind of give a brief synopsis for people that haven't heard. So, um, a vision I've had for a long time for the tabletop gaming community is to be able to come under a single roof and uh, play a competitive and casual environment where people that are like trying to be professional gamers can play in a professional setting. People that are casual gamers that want to have some fun and meet some new people can come. And you include all of the different types of game systems that are there, not just the popular ones, but also the ones that are underrepresented. And perhaps there wants to be like a one-off game where there's maybe only 50 people in your local area that play, but but you never get together. But now you can. So the Canadian Tabletop Championships was um, basically in brain power. It's been around for a while, but in real life, it's only been uh, launched as of the 22nd of September. So it's about five weeks now. Um, in the last five weeks, it's gone <laughs> bonker balls crazy. Like, there's no easy metric because all the metrics that I had established for myself, like a budget or capacity or um, square footage for flooring space, everything that I set up for a low, medium, high, and super high estimate have been crunched within two weeks. Right. So the the biggest I wanted was 8,000 square feet. The most players I was expecting was 500. The biggest budget was $15,000. The... Most sponsorship was $10,000 of awards. The most external sponsorship contracts numbers would have been 10. And all those numbers are two, three, four, five times bigger than that. Wow. It's wow. crazy. Like, I, 
Jeez. I am not kidding when I say it's blown up beyond what a curve can quantify. Right. It's just crazy. It's uh yeah. like uh, I've been trying to post if you haven't seen before on the Instagram or the Facebook. I try to keep up. Like I was telling you guys offline earlier, like packages arrive. It's too many packages to go through. Mm-hmm. I don't I've lost track. Like I ordered eleven thousand dollars on Amazon in the last uh month and about nineteen to twenty thousand dollars of price support slash has been purchased and or delivered pro bono right. to us. Um, my wife does not like packages coming to the house anymore, <laughs> so I came up with the idea, well, let's just go with a storage solution, yeah. so I went with Diamond Storage, insert plug here, because Diamond is like by far the best storage solution yeah. I've ever used. Sure. It's I have amazing. Them Diamond's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Drive-through service, temperature controlled, uh, humidity oh, yeah. controlled, well, yeah, uh, yeah. well-lit, indoor, dry. drive-in. Oh, yeah. well, it's also dry, too. Oh, yeah, totally dry. From some areas you like you the, run in, yeah. you open your door, you're in an enclosed environment. It's heated. amazing. Oh, yeah. So uh, how much is the rent? Because I might live there instead. Yeah, (laughs) they have clauses against this, Patrick. Actually, I still have two (laughs) contracts that I signed that are on my kid's seat in the van, if you want to read it. It's two pages, legal, fine print, about size eight. But I got to tell you, um, Diamond Storage will likely be a sponsor of the the CTC. Um, I got a call from their chief operations officer today about other news. But uh, (laughs) now that I have his personal phone number (laughs) and I've been texting him, uh, we're going to meet next week uh, at a time of his choosing. And we will uh, talk about sponsorship because if you think about it, I have the 100 table challenge where in 183 days, which is the number of days between today and then, which is 25 weeks or just under half a year. It's coming quick. It's coming quick, way faster than you would think. Yeah. 100 tables of 14 buildings each, roughly equating to $300 Canadian dollars worth of value, need to be designed, uh, cut, assembled, primed painted a unique theme to the mat, then sealed, yep. then serialized and put into a $8 storage bin. Jesus. This is the process. So you're going to have one of those bins per table? Correct. Okay. Already on, already on order. Yep. So I have 16 tables complete. I have six tables from Northern Light Train that are ordered and delivered and sitting in my garage unopened. I have six tables from Black Sheep Industries from Arizona, USA that I am picking up in two weeks. I have 10 tables with uh, Nexa Terrain right here in Ottawa. Yep. I have 20 tables from Zolk Industries that are in various forms of assembly. Some of them are painted and sitting in the back of the van, and others are sitting on sprue, ready to <laughs> If anyone's listening and wants to, out of the goodness of their heart and or for money, help me, I would be very happy for your good slash money-motivated reasons <laughs> to help me. I, need, I have eight people under contract right now that are... Those people that are not really? uh, volunteer bases, but they need the money, and that's fine. And at the end of the day, there is a lot to be done. Mm-hmm. There's a huge amount of effort from more people. The core team is now 11 people. That's wow. So the, Cana- wow. the Canadian Tabletop Championship core team, which is like my inside circle, is 11 people. The TOs plus core is 25 people. So that's uh, skill testing question, Patrick. That's uh, 14 people that are TOs. <laughs> uh, and I have more event organizers and tournament organizers being added every week. So wow. there's a little bit of an interview process just to make sure everyone's doing it for the right reasons. Right. But people are volunteering. Like after your last podcast bump, yes. people are volunteering. It's nice. like calling or emailing Good. or Facebook messaging. Or, and it's just great. So I have been nothing short of astounded by the positive um, outreach from people that are all across. So uh, there's about 200 plus tickets total for all events sold okay. already, which has been the seed money for 75% of all prizes already purchased. Okay. Um hmm. Thousands of dollars of swag, which aren't even prizes, they're just swag, is already purchased. Like, so you guys can't you can't see it, but um, you can show I have five thousand. Live, live stream. 
5,000 poker chips that are being signed and sent. This is from our buddy Zakita, just as an example. Poker chips are coming. Uh, we have Zoltan's place in uh, yep. Laval, Quebec. Have just sent 85 pounds, excuse me, 85 pounds, which equates to about 60 liters of these objective markers. So every game system will have a unified objective marker. We have dice being sent from, like, there are many, many different metallic dice groups out there. This is a D20 for the Infinity. I have about a few hundred of these. Uh, this is black and white on the camera, but this one's a silver. There's gold and there's bronze. You can nice. guess those would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we are just going full tilt. Go ahead. Now, will those dice be awarded as silver, gold, silver, and bronze? Nope. Prizes going to be given away. Uh, oh, come on! That makes more sense. But the prizes, guys, and awards are way cooler than a stupid three dollar dice. Okay. Way cooler. Like, um, now, Joe, I have to bring right. something up to you that you wanted me to remind you. Oh yeah, please do. The uh, whole thing. Uh, the uh... <laughs> please I have put, to put your glasses, glasses on, on, good sir. Limited yes. warriors. <laughs> oh yeah. So, so I will quickly go through, uh, gents uh, and ladies. Uh, so what we're doing. So what's the vision of the CTC? So the Canadian Tabletop Championship is meant to be a professional tabletop gaming convention that will unite the Canadian tabletop gaming community under a single roof for a once-a-year national championship gaming convention. There are going to be, especially later in 2019, after May, there'll be about two or three growing other like semi-qualifying kind of events. Think Halifax, think Calgary, yep. think mm-hmm. Toronto. And pushing out to BC in 2021. Okay. So I'm taking this roadshow of a once-a-year championship and turning it into a tournament circuit. So the oh, Canadian cool. uh, Tabletop Tournament Circuit, CTTS, is already a in-progress um, part of my business plan. It's a, it's a growth plan for 2020 yep. and 2021. And by 2025, there will be five Canadian events per year across Canada, Ooh. with the summation nationals being in Ottawa every year. Wow. Roughly Ooh. around the Comic-Con time. Although, cock-blocking Comic-Con... Just to call you out, as you are, um, the EY Center under a uh, non-compete clause will not allow the CTC to be at uh, the Ernst and Young Center. <coughs> Still what? slightly bitter about Bullshit. that. Thank, thank like, you, Comic Con. Are you talking ever? Yes. Wow. Be- because uh, the non-compete clause between Comic Con's contract with the EY Center, which is Schenkman, yes. which is Oma Schenk, um, is such that the CTC has too much overlap. Our tiny little national event. Will be dwarfing their multi-million-dollar, yeah, big-ass event. But a tabletop Devrim, anything Devrim, I've has been... nothing to do with Comic Con at all. It has zero tie-in, or in in no way would it compete with Comic Con. Don't worry, this makes no sense. They think that our nerds are different or the same as their nerds. Boy, are they wrong. Well, I mean, there's a lot of overlap. There's there is overlap. There's nerds and nerds. Like, and nerds you know. and nerds, but. But long story short is that they have pulled out a component of their contract and will not allow the CTC to be at UI Center like we had been planning to. Yes. So it's not a problem. We have we've always had a venue uh, locked in and signed. It's actually already paid for. And we've had it for since just before I launched. I think it was the 20th of September. I signed a contract for the Rideau Curling Club right downtown on Cooper Street. So that's 10,000 square feet of amazing space. There's multiple lounges, bars on both levels. Patrick, just for you. There'll be warm, (laughs) there'll be hot coffee and cold beer served around just for you. Uh, We'll have a special bracelet. The one that says, if found, please return to (laughs) a bench somewhere. Throw in front of the OTD table. Uh, Booth 23. uh, Underneath is his cot already set up (laughs) with his snuggle blanket. Um, So we are... Basically, what I'm trying to say is we were going to go for some very cool options. I had been talking to the Canadian War Museum, mm-hmm. uh, which was another very neat thing. But the more we looked at these larger, and certainly I'll use the term nicer and carefully, 
these venues were going to be three, four, five times more than the right. curling center. And at the end of the day, I think it's good to start at a grounded level, which is um, a more realistic number, even right. though... What for, is the, it? for the inaugural one. That's right. Yes. That's yeah. right. And and yeah. when you all look back to CTC, you know, May the 4th be with you, 2019, 183 days from now, you're like, damn, that Rideau Curling Club. I love that old... Oh, and place. OOTB, out of the basement. Oh, baby. Yes. We need more acronyms. Out of the basement, of course, <laughs> will be part of the ground floor... Uh, level so uh, it's it's yeah. it's all it's actually also better to it's better to pack a small venue mm-hmm. and have the yeah. kind of the buzz there and yes. sometimes the smell and the odor helps too um <laughs> than it is to go full bore into a fifty thousand square <laughs> drop <foot> facility <laughs> um but i'm gonna have to pull you back though joe please do because you wanted to talk about the wounded warriors yeah so that so the vision uh i gave out um i'll just go right into the why um the why of it is that um uh, so I've been in the military for 17 years, which is roughly half my life. And uh, God, you're young. And God, you're old. <laughs> Damn straight. You're like 36. Yeah, thank you. Sure. Just 10 years. Uh, plus 20. 20. Damn. <laughs> Those Irish really do have that look. I will admit, though, he looks good for his age. He does look. You are 54, yes. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. I would not peg you he a day over 40. showed me a picture 40. of his brother today, and I was like, are you really? Like, how, what's the age difference here? There's like definitely years. like eight years. It, Eight? Yes. Jesus. Yeah. Your whole family's old. The uh, <laughs> Wow. The uh, potatoes in Ireland are way <laughs> better for you than the ones here. Man, I did yeah. not age well compared to you. So um, the point of it, though, is that um, although my business, Extreme Table Talk Gaming, which is going to be incorporated by January 2019. Oh, cool, cool. Congrats. Yes. I, it's giant steps, people. I HST mm. registered the other day because I made too much money already. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. In three weeks, too much money insane my accountant which is also my mother has been like you need to incorporate and i'm like yes i do so that is a plan for lawyers later but what we're sorry what i'm com- thank you anchorman um <laughs> the vision is that we do a united uh multi-community tabletop gaming convention once a year at the national level which has both professional which is more serious and also casual and more fun events for families as well now so as a military member i've uh, i've gone through a lot which i will not uh, spend 18 hours to talk to you now but the Wounded Warrior Canada Soldier Fund helps troops that have deployed, had some trouble, got back, and did not land on their feet. And for one reason or another, um, it's very easy due to certain injuries to um, not get out of uh, using any of the reintegration programs to do civilian life. And they don't get the medical help, the mental health help. They don't get the physical help, uh, especially missing limbs. Yeah. So the Wounded Warrior um, Canada Soldier Fund, from the best I know, Helps a lot of those troops that basically did not land well on their feet and just to help them kind of get back and get into things so that they're not homeless. So uh, that's the main reason. And they're the main, so not to be too uh, too serious. No. And the other one is the CHIO, the Children's yes. Hospital of Eastern Ontario, which is a children's hospital here in Ottawa, which is amazing. One of the, like, um, yeah, it's internationally well, yeah. it's internationally known. Like, it's, yeah. And so when my eldest, Luke, who's three years old, uh, was about four or five months, he had a very bad fever. And it was one of those types of fevers that could have killed a kid. And in any other region, he may have. Uh, just based on the conditions and the state of the fever and whatnot. But going to Chio, they took care of them like ASAP. And there was no waiting. There was like register, health card, fever, cool. yep. temperature, emergency room. And it, like, it took 15 minutes and he was already getting diagnostics, right. which saved his life. And and if it hadn't been for them. So the two main things are um, supporting Canadian military and supporting Canadian children. Yep. That's that's our, our well, goal. Those are good causes. So so the, the business aspect, we are going to make money. Yes. We have to carry on. Um, of course, the first year has about $35,000 of cost just out of pocket. 
uh, to well, build a hundred tables of terrain, to to buy all well, the first, materials. The first year for anything is always where your the money goes out. Right? Yeah, it's, and the money's going out, and so we'll basically be a balanced budget this year, um, including a multi thousand dollar donation to the Wounded Warrior Canada Fund, which is all general admission tickets, or which are only five dollars. That money collected, all general admissions are so. You hear that, people? Percent. Every dollar, every, every dollar at the door goes, goes to the Wounded, to wounded the warriors. warriors. That's right. Thank so. you. Thanks, Pat. So one hundred percent, and we are matching. Up to twenty five hundred dollars. So if say twenty five come in, five thousand go up. So that's that's the plan, uh, and hopefully it's more than that. But yes, that would but yes. be. I think that's a pretty nice uh, number, and especially for a first time um, event and a first time mm-hmm. donation. And the next one is um, we're working on it to do charity raffles, charity draws, and charity donations to Chio. So I've kind of come up with this really neat idea where in the for fun events where you're using a table of terrain, all of the terrain will be built out of Duplo or Lego. Oh, that's bonkers themes. Yeah. So okay. the colors of it and the themes of it are hmm. Lego based. Yeah. But the actual playability is like 100% perfectly good by the rules. Right. So if it's supposed to be like a 10 by 10, 10 by 10 building, a half inch thick and it's line of sight blocking and has windows, that's exactly what it will be right. made out, out of, of Legos. Legos. Right. And each one of these cool Chio tables will have a Chio jar and it'll be just by donation from the general public and also players if they choose of just change. And every dollar put into those buckets will be counted up in public. And then a matching donation will be given. Wow, that's really impressive. So those are our two major things. We, I have a third one that is in the works. It's a very cool one for a very good cause, but it's just not um, a signed contract yet. Okay. But with the Chio Foundation and the Wounded Warrior Soldiers Fund, those Those are are two really good ones. So we are locked in with that. And so the intent is that the community I find in Canadians is always positive. There's always people willing to give a little bit of their time, a little bit of their effort, a little bit of their heart, and even sometimes a little bit of their wallet. Right. Like even Patrick tonight, you know, the two bucks for the charitable thing. And I yeah. and I appreciate that because even though a toonie doesn't seem like a lot, when you put it into a jar, it adds up, up with the other toonies. Mm-hmm. And then when it gets matched, all of a sudden you have a multi-thousand yeah. dollar donation. Yeah. So actually, you're the first donation to the Chio. So thank well, you Well, it's because much, I Patrick. can't be there tomorrow. I know. Well, I t- is, sorry, technically you're not allowed to... Get donations tomorrow? Oh, yes. Sorry. Yeah, um, insert drama, insert, insert drama. politics. Um, but we are not all about But that. I'm always, I, like, yeah, I try to help it when I can. No, I, there. I appreciate and, uh, that, man, because it, it goes a long way. Mm-hmm. And so those are our two big charities. And I just wanted to quickly touch on some of the goals and tenants. Um, so I wrote these tenants out because I think sometimes it's really good to communicate your intent with other people. So our event is all about community over profit. Mm-hmm. So whenever a decision amongst the core needs to be made, we, need, we will look at community above the bottom line. The second one is that the people are more important than the politics. So all that bullshit I was dealing with earlier tonight yeah. doesn't matter Better. because when it comes to the people, what are the decision are for, and people being the community, which are the, the people uh, participating. And then the hard work is always better than the easy button. So yeah. right now, nothing's been easy. But, <laughs> but it's not all been hard, no. but it's not all been easy. But at the end of the day, um, putting in the hours, putting in the effort, and pulling in the volunteers who are also out of the goodness of their hearts being amazing, it's been very cool. Yeah, I've been seeing some of the stuff on CTC stuff for the, the, all the people doing all the work and everything. It's, it's great. Like people building, designing, priming. It's, it's just been too cool. So I won't get into all the sponsors. I won't get into all the things. But there are so many events. We're at, we're at now 53 unique events, like unique event crazy, codes, yeah. which I am slowly but surely getting posted online for ticket sales. Yeah. Um, they're out. They're coming. And I'll be posting about two or three a week. It'll have the initial level of detail, like most of the details, like 80% of the who, what, where, when, why, how will be between now and Christmas. And then January 1st, we're buckling down and putting out like the finals of the player pack, the final of the the, the mission pack and all that stuff. So how many live people do we have 
still watching us? Uh, we got three. Okay, because right now we're going to be doing a special announcement from Joe Oh, for what's happening. He has a special... Oh, yeah, I had, <laughs> to, remi- you, I had, I had to remind you. him. Uh, he <laughs> forgot what it was. We do have a special announcement. Yeah, we do well, have a special thanks, announcement. Guys. So this is going to be to the three people the watching three and a right half now. people watching. And also, Dev's going to be getting this out. So four, about, five, six. Well, no, oh, I'm at six people. No, but Dev's yeah. also going to be putting this podcast out hopefully by the end of the yeah, week. Yeah, by the end of the week. So well, um, maybe not this weekend, but, the, but but by Friday of next week it should be out. Okay. So anyways, yeah, Great. that's what we meant. So drum roll. Yeah, so th- thanks, guys. I will gladly announce that uh, Extreme Table Talk Gaming is now into the retail business. And we just penned in a contract yesterday with Games Workshop. So any form of Games Workshop model line from Warhammer 40,000, Warhammer Age of Sigmar, Warhammer Kill Team, any of the box games, Shadespire, Nightfall, Blood Bowl, uh, Speed Freaks, which I have three boxes ready yes. to go if anyone wants them. Uh, actually, they're all mine. Never mind. And, <laughs> they're and my if, boxes. If you, if you mention out of the basement to Joe, he might give you a discount. An extra discount. 5% over the gentleman's agreement discount. So there we go. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, so speaking about that, it's, it's, it's public knowledge. Uh, I'll be selling it everything at MSRP minus 15%. So it'll be a 15% discount to anyone who comes through the door. Uh, that is the maximum GW allows you to advertise, yep. um, which is exactly what I'm going to do for everyone. So whether sure. you're my friend or not, um, this will allow you as a person that's in the area or through the online sales, which I can ship anywhere in North America, um, the chance to buy discounted Warhammer models at 15% off. And although it's not allowed to be public, there are additional incentive programs, which are private information, okay. which I will privately communicate to you in order to shave more than right. now, 15%. There's Games Workshop, but what about the other models? The um... Infinity... No, Star no, Wars no, no. Oh, Game... you're talking purely Games Workshop. Yeah, the, the no, the other company though that does Forge the... World. Forge World. Yes. So I can't announce. I am in the process of signing a Forge World deal. Okay. It's not looking good. It's a work in progress, and honestly, they are a very specialized group, yeah. and they are separate from GW. Yes, yeah. yeah, so and they do because... not ink contracts with many people. But let's face it, we are going to try. No, because no, that's okay. But if, uh, because it's since definitely been... a no if you don't I, try. I, I had to ask, though, because like you know, because Forge World has some pretty cool, amazing models. Yes, I mean they're yeah. they're pricey, but they're they really are. nice. They are, and if it becomes possible to resell as a retailer uh, in the Socus program of G, of GW and Forge World, that'll be if I can do it, it'll happen. There we go. And um, right now, my passions within the Games Workshop world. So that's why I'm doing it first. I will be expanding, thanks to everyone, like you're talking about the Corvus Belly Infinity mm-hmm. and yeah. the uh, Privateer Press War Machine and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, there's so many games there's out there. There's ridiculous amounts. But right now, I'm not a full-up game store. I am a focused uh, business that is intending on delivering um, like professional national level and provincial inter-regional level events. And if you do the math, just the math alone, oh, fuck, there's the, math again. the fact that I can spend $10,000 and it goes about 40% further by buying my own product and selling and reusing it means that people get better overall price support for the event. Yeah. So that it, it is an economical decision, and uh, I can buy orcs at a slightly cheaper amount for myself personally. <laughs> <laughs> my bookkeeper will tell you that I do have everything on the books. It's all above board, but uh, oh, my orcs are above board, which means I have to disclose how much I spend on my money. Am I? Oh, okay, never mind. It's a ridiculous <laughs> amount, right? This is a wormhole. Yes, <laughs> I can't answer this live. <laughs> But no, thanks guys for your time. Thanks, thanks for letting me talk to you. Um, some of the questions you asked last time, I'm still looking for volunteers. I'm looking for event organizers. For If you have a for fun 
group and you want to do something, just let me know. So, you know, there's three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, three, four, five May. I have the keys 24 seven. So if you want to run a midnight game of something, we can do it because I'm actually sleeping there. Devs and, looking um, at me. Like, that, that would be so much fun. Like playing at like two o'clock in the morning is some of the most fun I've ever it had. It is. And, and like it's a licensed gone. facility. There's space around. There's a lounge with leather chairs that you could play an RPG in leather chairs right. around a nice table, like just rocking it out in your underwear. Yeah. With no one uh, looking except for the guy. Let's, let's keep know. our clothes on. Yeah, oh. I was going to say, I want different than the clothes I on. I think there should be a clothes on rule. <laughs> yeah, there should be. When you're on the facility. Well, at 2 in the morning when I'm running around the place, I will not have all my clothes on. <laughs> Mental Running shoes. Not. Never know what you're going to step on. But <laughs> but no, it's it's really going to be fun. Um, I can't tell you. There are There is negative energy around it. There's people send negative That always things. happens. That it always happens. happens. When yeah. you rise above it, the number of quality people that have stepped forward. Like the fact that... Before I even had a chance to explain my vision to you guys as a podcasting group, you'd already pretty much said, Joe, this is awesome. Let's yeah, just do, do it. it. And yeah. I felt so good when people that I – I know Patrick pretty well. I know Devon coming up pretty well and yeah. Paul for the first time. But a group of guys that don't even know me like best friends were willing to spend three days of their life. I was like blown away. Yeah. And I was surprised that there are more people like you. And there's oh, lots, lots of them. There's and it's lots. awesome. And, you know, the, the amount of – Money going back into price support and all this stuff. If you are concerned about the money, like it's bonkers. Like I have eight hundred and fifty liters of prizes because I have nine. <laughs> one, I have no. I have seven one hundred and fourteen liter boxes full to the top. Like Jesus. I can't quantify other than by like <laughs> metrics of weight or liters <laughs> or <laughs> volume amounts. Because it's mean... crazy. And 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 anyone that's in my core or anyone that wants to come check it out. Uh, it's it's all out of Diamond Stores Locker in Ennis Road, yeah. and I'll be happy to show you it to you because I am proud to show you the cool stuff that there's no hidden secrets here. Like I have 85 pounds of these objective tokens. Right, I yes. have brand new buildings that have never. Uh, well, been you seen. said 300 pounds of dice. Oh, 300 pounds of dice, easily, probably more than that now. That the Chessex order of 5,000. Yeah, I don't even know how much that's going to weigh. So, Devrum, sorry, Joe. Yeah, we have to. It, we have to throw this in. <clears throat> it's amazing how you've gotten oh, 300. No, yeah. do, not, do not start with me. Chessex is a professional company, not a guy doing it in his basement. Okay. But still, so 300 not, pounds when, of when dice. Is fuck you. When, is, when is he going to get those? This has been four Hopefully years the now. End of the year. We don't know. Dev, we're working on it. Four years. Okay, so this is a four long years. There's a slight <laughs> tangent happening right now. Okay, so, I see a lot of angry slash happy slash weird faces right now. Devram's about to explain about why to explain. Paul and Patrick are assholes. <laughs> no, Go ahead, Devram. So Vindicate our, yourself, please. Our, our listeners have heard the story many times. Oh, okay, good. So, okay. Many years ago, I was involved in a Kickstarter. Yes. And this guy Many. said, I'm making this amazing set of dice, which then expanded to like three different amazing sets of dice. That's cool. And they're yeah. all going to be like custom engraved and crafted and, and painted and stuff by me. And, um, you know, here are the different levels where you can get in. And I said, you know what? I want to get in at the retail level because I want to give this out to my gaming group as like a Christmas present. That'd be so, awesome. Yeah. So he initially ran the campaign, I think, in August or September, hoping to deliver by December. So I'm like, oh, perfect. I'll get the dice in time. They'll be my Christmas Christmas gifts. presents. Christmas yeah. presents mm-hmm. to my gaming group. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. So I, I or, if you order at the retail level, you get you pay for 10. You get one for free. So they're like $10 per pack. You get 10. You get 11 That's points for free. That's really good. Oh, great. Perfect price. Wow. And beautiful, beautiful dice. Mm-hmm. And then... That was four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> that guy fucked you all. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. He's no. actually... He got a hell of a lot more. What's we he got, doing? The he problem got, is he received... A, a hundred times more orders than he was expecting. So he didn't he cap was, it? He was completely <laughs> no, he didn't swamped. Cap it. Yeah. And he's by himself. 
He has a day job. This is not taking over as his as his job. Yeah. yeah. So he's doing it on his spare time. Oh my god. A few dice runs at a time. <laughs> he had so to get like it's, it's been and four he, years, and, and he waited to do like the retail version, the one that the the yeah. thing he did. Yeah, probably he one of the, the last end ones. To yeah. do those. Oh, that's probably the reverse yeah. of what you normally yes. do, right? You, you want your large bulk guys first, right? Yes. But no, but yeah. he's like, well, I can get rid of like the people who bought the one, little ones. One set. I'll get rid of that, those first as many as possible. But he got so hundreds get, of orders. So get as many yes. people satisfied as possible to get like the positive buzz because there's so much negative yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, responses and, and like comments on, on the message boards about this never fulfilling. And people are like, you know, I've given up on ever receiving this. But like every month or so, I receive an email from the guy saying, here's the progress that I've made. Here's the spreadsheet that I'm keeping. Here's how much closer that we are to the end. The end is we coming. are 1% complete. Right. <laughs> right. So he's we, been working we know on it. We know where they're going to come. We just teased it. If, eventually, <laughs> eventually they will arrive. That's and they'll the be plan. amazing. Christmas 2030. It, it will yes. be. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So be I, I don't like know when it's going to happen. But hopefully. But it's, it's, it's something happens. we bring up to Dev every once in a while. Oh, especially when you're like, oh, the Listen, dice. Like, oh, really? 300 pounds of dice. Did you guys know that Devram already has them and he's been fucking new chain for three years now? I wouldn't surprise you. Listen, I will log into Kickstarter and show you the messages. No, yeah, we believe that. They are still ongoing. That's awesome. So it's been about four years and we're still waiting. Yeah. That's really great. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's not great. It, it's a funny story. It's, it's great it that it's an ongoing, funny still funny, right. still touchy subject. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those ones like, so, dead. Yeah, like, guys, I have the most amazing Christmas present for you. That yes, this is going to be... You guys are going to... Your socks are going to be blown. That was yeah. four years ago. We were, we were really psyched and excited when I was said too. It. Yeah. That and was, then it's just like... like uh, so I'm a little behind. So going back to... Sure. I'm going to... See, I'm actually trying to... Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it's sure. weird. It's weird. I know I'm kind of trying what, to What do you actually do instead of blowing your own horn? <laughs> Spit it out, Shorty. Okay. Um, so for up news and upcoming, did everyone see on Out of the Basement, I put the link for... News wait. and upcoming. That seems like a new segment That's I've never heard segment. of. That's a new segment. never heard. <sighs> Fuck you both. <laughs> <laughs> the Birds of Prey is actually ongoing with Harley Quinn. Okay. So the Birds of Prey was a DC TV show put out uh, 15 years ago no listen uh, no more than that uh, it ran for about seven episodes and, and then was canceled yes but there's it a new did one did not have harley quinn it no no the new one that girl yes but the new one other girls a new one with harley quinn's coming okay. up um i actually put the link on our out of the basement okay i can tell you i have no interest in it margot robbie from the new harley quinn yeah really it's gonna be a movie not a tv show okay you, you don't care about Marvel. Patrick is anymore? expecting a positive expression. Oh, Devram and that's from, the Devram was like a DC guy. What's happening right now? I'm not n- normally a DC guy. Oh, you're guy. Super I, guy. I just love Superman. He happens to be DC. That's all. I don't hate. I hate Superman. I know. That's fine. You guys are at opposite ends of the table, and I love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, because Devram's welcome a su- to my Devram's world. Like a small, I love Superman. He's the best. I, I yeah. Because he's a little is. bit of a prick. But, yeah. Yes. Uh, but so is Batman. So is Batman's a fucking. He's a prick. prick. No, he's a psychopath. Yeah. Seriously, like yeah, Batman's yeah, a freaking yeah. psychopath. I'm gonna hurt you. I'm not gonna kill you. I'm just gonna hurt you and put in the right. hospital for. I, I don't kill. However, I'll I'll put Me ten thousand or two hundred thousand dollars worth of uh, uh, medicals uh, bills <laughs> on your ass, which you'll have to pay for. It'll bankrupt you, and you have to turn to more crime to make up that money. Yes. So it's a never-ending cycle. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm doing it for justice. That's right, for justice. You know, just us. <laughs> Just us will be served. Exactly. There's no justice. There's just us. So, Devram <laughs> yep. or Paul. 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 Paul do you have talk. any news? What? 
other than news and reviews is that the second news and rumors 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 come on paul you're on the spot now you've only spoken for like four minutes so you got four and a half Maybe you should have a chest clock <laughs> you get 15 minutes each go <laughs> and and, and patrick then, was there within 60 yeah, minutes and then pat has to stop talking yeah <laughs> what like until everyone else has run out of that their own time that won't work we get it in five five words and then he'd be right back at it <laughs> come on i'm not that bad <laughs> devram i know you have some news and rumors uh you know i really don't other than um hopefully in the within the next month i hope to get this whole uh tabletop uh simulator, simulator. Yeah, RPG game off so, the ground and running. Are we going to be allowed to play our like our fuzzy free bounty oh, hunters? Listen, Paul wants to bring in his bounty hunter for my online campaign. You want to bring in your rocket raccoon ripoff? Yes. Uh, well, we'll 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 talk about it. So who else is in there? Is Tara going to be up for? Tara is uh, like I don't know if Tara is is interested yet. Um, I'll contact her and see if she's willing to put aside some time. Um, Tara's a friend of ours. He used to live in town, play games with us, and then moved cool. out to Nova Scotia. Which no, means New Brunswick. New Brunswick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. We are um, always looking for more players. But yeah, we. I, I am definitely looking for more people. So far, it's just you, me, and Patrick who have uh, signed on. Yeah. And again, I'm looking for more people for Dark Heresy, so I can keep right. the um, the internal eternal vigilance going. And uh, well, the there, there will be and the other Patrick as well. Yeah. So we yes. currently we have four. three three players yeah. plus me as the the game master, yeah. but. I, I, four is usually about where I like to have a group at least starting off. Um, we can expand it to five or six without that too gets, much difficulty. Yeah, that gets a little harder. It gets harder. Very difficult because I know that when I'm doing Pendragon, where there's a whole crowd of you right. guys, it's it's very hard hard to do individual stuff. Right? Yeah, it's all like sure. okay, here's the whole scenario for the whole day. Yeah. Now, listen. One of the podcasts I'm currently listening to is called Silhouette Zero, and it's all about little furry um, people. People. So silhouette is basically your size. <laughs> Uh, Silhouette Zero is someone who's basically under two meters, like or, or under like around one meter tall. So astromech droids, um, little rocket people, Jawas—they would yep. all fit into Silhouette fit Zero. So this guy runs a podcast where it's just him and his brother, the only like one game master, one player. Yeah. Um, the the player has like two characters that he plays, and the game master has like two characters that he helps him along with. So they usually pair off in some way, and the two hmm. of them will go off and do that's a, okay. a thing together. That's and cool. great podcast. I've been listening to it. Uh, for the last uh, two weeks, I think, and really loving it. So, I mean, we could e- easily do a much smaller group as well. Yeah. So, if it's only like two people, it's still it's doable. It's doable. still doable in the Star I've... Wars universe. Yeah. But, you know, four a nice, is nice. party, four is a great number. Yeah. So, six to one, eight more. If one is... more person wants to join in, uh, we as we look at Joe. As we look at as we Well, look at I was actually wondering if, um, do you guys typically play in the evenings? Well, we haven't decided when we're going to play yet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the best we, time would be like from nine o'clock onward yeah. on any night. Well, Paul's not good on those ones because he works at three. Uh, well, yeah. on, the on the weekends, he's not too bad, but then that cuts into your time, Pat. So then it's like, who right. wants to give up what time? I mean, if, if we only do yeah. it once a month. Then I'm a, I can work with it. Yeah. If, if, if I'm I, sure I, we can work around people's okay. schedules. Yeah. I'd be interested because yeah. I, I again I I can't lead crap, but I could like participate yeah. as a very novice, you know, entry level. I'm the same way. I don't I don't like to be put on the spot. It's all about that stuff. GM. And that's why I'm going to make you the main character. Yes. <laughs> yep. Same as I did for Pendragon. But but Paul gets more talk time than anyone else. In oh no! <laughs> in, in, in my Pendragon, I made Paul a, one of the main guys. Oh. He, he wasn't happy with that. <laughs> well, that's because everyone else he Decision played kept dying. Yeah, okay. He, Paul's, this is the only way to stop This is something, Joe, you're not aware of? Yeah. Paul has a tendency to have his characters... Assassinated. No, die. His die. dice. His. If you think my dice rolls are bad in... in, in my dice are getting better. They're getting better. He, and your dice are great in Star Wars. 
They are yeah. great. Survivors. He 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 tends to roll dice where he dies a lot. Uh, yeah. Speaking of dice, do you guys need custom D10s or D20s? Who doesn't? Well, Who we, doesn't? we we got some custom dice coming towards <laughs> us. Fuck <laughs> you. I, uh... how, about, how about we now, sooner than later? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys are fucking pricks. Wow. You know Thanks, Joe. Joe. Thanks. You know Joe. As swag, however, we that is something that we're currently yeah. looking into yes, it... in the near future yeah. is getting things like a set of custom dice with OOTV yeah. symbols and on more it. poker Logos. chips, yep. yeah, stuff like that. Because the Ooh, objective markers, yeah, sure. So objectives, so all that stuff, guys. Just uh, like literally, tell me what your requirements and budget are, and I'll be able to work slash budget. And... Yeah, we're we're talking free. <laughs> <laughs> I could pay you in beer. I'm kidding. So trust me, no, no, none of this was free. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we, no, know. No, yeah, we know, we know, we know, we know. But the point is, like, I'm when um when you go with an order, like yeah. even if it's with multiple designs, when you ask for say ten thousand, yeah. it's a lot cheaper than asking for. Yeah. Oh, we know that. Yeah, oh, yeah. same so, for our shirts. So, like when we did our T-shirts, yeah, it was like bulk so, was. But let me know what your priorities are then, and then I will work my next order with you. So at least we increase our together buying power on yeah. your logo, your color, your design, your dice. Uh, oh, whatever. Thank you for bringing that up. Go ahead. Uh. Yeah, we will soon in the next uh, two weeks. Yes, um, launch uh, a new logo. Oh, yeah. yeah we had uh, thanks, then, Joe, for your sister who yeah. did the logo for us. I gotta plug her. Yeah, go Esther. Thank you. Uh, he means he has to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so for God's sake, Jesus! So, so the website bottomandwhite.ca, owned and operated by Esther Lee Zakowski, who does graphic design product review yeah. and branding she did a great job for our logo she did. well she, she did. put in a fantastic. lot of work we, we had some massive uh, requirement changes kind of halfway through the thing where yeah. we initially she came with all these designs and we're like we want to go a completely different way from <laughs> yes. the redesign so left wing <laughs> yes yeah. um and she did great for putting them out yeah, and she... the logos look really good they're, so yes within, really good. within the next couple of weeks we're going to do the full official launch nice. and yeah once, once we pick which logo we like best good <laughs> and then and of course which will mean more shirts more everything yeah else we're going to be doing a whole we're going to be looking into a whole lot of and swag like yeah, so by the time um, Adepticon. Adepticon comes around and, of course, yeah. CTC comes around, yep. we will definitely have swag available either for purchase or to give out as prizes. Very cool. Very cool. I like it. And I think where you guys are helping me like get some uh, physical product and promotional material and word, word on the street down at Adepticon, like, let me know. Um, I'm going to LVO in February. Mm -hmm. So if there's things in February that you want to get to that crowd, I can help you guys out too and, okay. and also distribute on your behalf You know, the business cards, the podcasts, um, swag. Wow. And like, yep. you know, like I'd say like moving forward, the nice thing is that whenever you guys are at a con or I'm at a con or different people yeah, are at a con, so we can help each other out. Yeah. Well, that's like you said, you just make that time multiply. The community yeah. grows through community efforts. So, um, yeah, just let me know. I'm going down to uh, Du Bois GT. So news to uh, going Ooh. down to Du Bois. Yeah. So I'm going to show off my sexy girl real quick. Sure. My elder oh, yeah, goddess, the Incarn herself. Oh, it's in black and white. I do need to change that. You need to change the color, man. Yeah, right here. So let's take a quick look at my girl. So this model was painted by Brushfire Studios. Who's all... Like, Zach is a really good... Our boy, Zach Lyons, right here in Ottawa. Brushfire Studios. So it's not showing up quite well. Yes, there, there we go. Thank you, good sir. Um, so next, you're shading and lighting. Like, if you can't tell, it's only about four inches tall, and this model looks stunning. Yes. As the warp fire of energy, the raw psychic energy breaks up the reality... And it's channeled up through 
the warp into her sword and then she cuts you in half. Now, it's just so good. Question for you though. Go ahead. How many points would she is does she three hundred and thirty seven. Holy yeah. fuck. She is uh she's about fifteen percent of your army's points. And she's... you don't get to play her in Kilty. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> she would be like six Kilty yeah. for the players. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, she's really great. I got her uh, done by Zach. So Zach was the master. Yes, master well, we, we've... And yeah. he's just amazing. He helped and us out for my uh, Only the Strong one. He got a... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. He did the handout of the character level. Yes. Yep. That's right. Zach's been amazing. So Zach from Brushfire right here in Ottawa has been working with all of us, you mm-hmm. know, in the community for years now yeah. and helping us grow and helping him grow. And he's doing really well. Like right now, um, so ETTG is uh, paying him to paint like 50% of all our 100 tables. So he's really? painting wow. 50 tables. He's busy like crazy. Then. Um, like he's doing a lot of jobs, like yeah. p- commission paintings, and then he's fitting us in. So the quality is like below tabletop from mm-hmm. a figure point of view, but terrain is still like tabletop level. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's quick with a professional touch. But right. it gets it done. And yes. I just need to get this stuff done. Yeah, so he's exactly. been, I just picked up two just before I was a little bit late getting here, Pat. Yep. I was over at his place. I picked up my girl, the Incarn, yes. uh, which I'm playing at Du Bois GT in Rochester, New York on the 9th, 10th, and 11th of November. My partner is Joshua Death, and he's very jealous. That I <laughs> he might be fifth in the world. Wow. But I have the best Incarn. So yes. <laughs> screw him. No, I'm just kidding. He's a nice guy. Um, but yeah, Josh is really looking forward. Like I sh- sent him a picture, and he, he got super jelly. Hello. Um, and so Patrick does everything from the terrain to the small Zach, to a full Zach. army. Zach, did I say something else? You said Patrick. me. I said Patrick. Yeah. Patrick does a lot of things too. He, <laughs> he definitely does not paint. Does not paint. paint. Does not <laughs> paint. <laughs> I do not Insult. Um, so yeah, he does amazing things. So he's helping me out on 50 tables of terrain. He yes, is going to be running painting courses at CTC. Yeah, like, good. We that's haven't awesome. sorted that's that out yet, but he'll do three days of something. Okay. Uh, we want to be there to record some of that. Sure. Sure, because like no yeah, problem. Whatever you want. Like he'll be up in one of the private rooms that's probably like twelve by twelve feet. So yep. he has enough for like ten people, fifteen yeah. people sessions. But it's quiet and mm. space and and whatnot. He can't be out on the ground floor. No, it's but so think about this, guys. This is a cool idea number three thousand and one that I had. Painting with families equals a workshop where a kid gets to easily do well, easy build uh, models, mm-hmm. put them together. And or or if they're younger, get pre-primed ones and just get six colors of paints and yep. they just paint right. them themselves like a little. Well, I know um, yep. Jace, fifteen. His minutes. kids want to start painting. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah, perfect. Like we will have all the paints there, all the miniatures there. The kids pay nothing again because kids under ten are free anyway. And then if they're dressed up as Star Wars as parents, they get in as free in as well. But this workshop, I will as ETTG be sponsoring all the models, so all the models are free. You pick one of like probably a hundred different types of models, and then the paints are being provided by Zach. And you just sit down with your kid. 15 minutes later, they're walking away from their very first model. I was going to say, um, talk to Reaper. Reaper Miniatures. Reaper Miniatures. Do you have an in with them? I, I, I personally don't, but I'll okay. talk to Terrace. He probably knows the guys. Who Please. Do. I would love or, an intro. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so what they do at Adepticon is this exact same thing. Oh. They have they have the Reaper booth set up um, right in the right the entrance of the, the vendor hall. Okay. And in front of the Reaper booth is a like two four by eight tables. Mm-hmm. Maybe four of them, whatever. They they make a, a painting area. Yep. And you get to pick a Reaper model that, that they have like maybe five or six different types that are available for for anyone to choose from. Yep. For free, and you just paint it however you want, and you get to keep it. That's amazing. Yeah. So yeah. so I would love. This was one of my like two a.m. brainstorms, and I want to make it so that kids, especially with sorry families with kids, mm-hmm. can come and like get introduced because we all like all of us. We are the typical standard, you know. Geek. 
geek <laughs> by age, by gender, by classification. Yes. And and it is by nice. that he means middle aged white guys. Yeah. That's exactly right. I'm not allowed to say it, but you guys can say it. But um at the end of the day, like it is nice to see kids get involved. Like teenagers, kids that are ten, like my son's three and he already helps me build stuff. Like yeah, I don't let him play with plastic glue, so no, don't, yeah. don't go calling child service. <laughs> Just when he eats it. Yeah, he uses like... the exacto knife better than I do. Um, joke. But uh, <laughs> he, you know, like kids can be involved. Oh, and, yes, like, no, We all have our hobbies. We're all in our 30s, 40s, 50s, like 60s, like Patrick. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, you know, it's fun. And it's fun when your kids are involved. It's fun when other people's yeah. kids are involved. Yeah. And because the future is that next two generations down, yep. right? Like, yeah. Well, so you if know, you do something with your kids, that's it doesn't matter better. what it is. Then right? you're allowed it's to like, spend as much money as you want, and your yeah. spouse can't even talk to you. Because it's not gaming. It's with your it's children. Not gaming. No, no, no. no, no, no. It's, it's, it's activities it's, with your children. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. such a smart way to con into extra money. It's so good. <laughs> it's funny. We're joking about this, but one of the biggest problems that some genres of tabletop gaming have, especially like uh, historical wargaming. Historicals, exactly. There are no young people playing no. those games. And nope. so everyone who's there, they're all in like their 60s. And most of them are either getting out or retiring, retiring, dying, whatever. So they're losing all of this history, all of this um, uh, expertise in how to paint the models, build the models. How to do terrain. Those guys, there's there's two, the best community I know of is the hobby railroaders. Right. Those guys know how to build terrain like no one's business. But But it is a stereotypical age 65. Yep. And it's it's just sad. And once once that's all gone. It's gone. It's gone. Like how do you build with plaster cast molds yeah i don't know that's something that your grandparents used to do right yeah. like so you're now we exactly got 3D right printers my man you're, you're right oh, you're, you're talking right. old yeah. very good point very good point <laughs> so, so yeah things are really good so with news really quick thing um you know putting in the plug like i have uh, guys like uh, our good friend jp brickta jp he's been painting up uh, some kill team train for uh the uh, so for our kill team tournament uh which is a premier level event uh, we have some of this nice GW stuff all painted up and matching. He's got 10 sets. Well, 60 I, 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 I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at Paul, too, because Paul actually can... Paul's, Paul's a great painter. painter. Do you want to be hired, like, today? <laughs> no, the, Paul is a really good painter. Like, you can he, operate an excavator and paint at the same time, can't you? He's he's done some really good painting way back in the day. Yeah. Awesome. It just he's a perfectionist and... I have pictures. Yes, <laughs> good. That's good. He's, he's done some really good work for painting, but the problem is, yeah, he's a... Too much of a perfectionist in my mind. Gotcha. I am a little too much of a perfectionist. So, okay. so one last plug. One last plug. I've been working with my good friend Ben Getzian with uh, Nexa Terrain. Yes. He has four children. N E X A. Those are his children's initials. Oh, gotcha. So it's very smart. Xavier. Xavier. Is his uh, third? Nicolas. That... Uh, oh, oh, there were. Oh, oh, do, 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 do. And Alexandre. Okay. Yeah. You're if you're there. listening, please do not correct me. <laughs> I know I'm wrong. <laughs> but he's been designing like a madman. Like we kind of kicked it from like semi-fun hobby with an expensive laser cutter to like we're making money and time to start getting mainstream commercial. So he's been cutting like crazy. He has his like winterized plan where he's put this thing in a box where it will stay at the proper temperature. Right. He's like a super engineer architect planner guy. Super brains, but also practical. It's crazy. Uh, one in a billion probably. Um, but he's been making for all our infinity friends six foot bridges that hold a 60 millimeter brace so it fits your 40s really easy. A small catwalk have all been designed. These are all going to be hitting extremetabletopgaming.com or ettg.ca. A seven-inch large bridge, all done and all ready to go. These are prototypes. The, the real ones look even better. And an, a seven-inch small catwalk. 
And then we got things like uh, little barricades for just about any gaming system. It definitely works with your futuristic ones, but we have ones for World War II. Oh, wait, those would be partial cover, wouldn't they? Partial cover, exactly. Uh-huh. And then you add a little shrubs, and then you got a bolt-action hedge. Right. Yep. Boom. Multi-purpose. And it's been going super well. So these are just a few of our examples. Somewhere around here, I have a cool sliding bridge that goes from five inches to seven, just like this, Patrick. Like, like, yeah, yeah, you want to get the, you like it? Yeah, get the extra and inches you, in just there. Just a little excitement, you get yeah. the extra two. Yeah, uh, it's like plus two on your roll. <laughs> Wait, so, so. Um, yeah, but that's all I got. But I just wanted oh, to say, wait, like, you get, that's why you get the five or the seven. It depends on if I'm excited or not. I just told you. And then you roll for it. And then you subtract your beers and you add your stamina. And I got a one. So fuck me. One out of 20. You tell me. You tell me, Patrick. There's a sliding rule there. Sliding rule. Slide rule. You had a slide rule when you were a kid. Yes, I did. Because you're fucking old. I am too. I actually had one. Yes, I did. I know you did. Abacus, guys. I'm not that old. Uh, Well, I'm done, guys. What about you? How are you feeling? Devram, how you feeling? Uh, I'm good. Um, What's that's the next segment? Probably. The next one would be, if we had time for it, I mean, we probably still do, uh, some sort of roundtable discussion on any topic that we kind of Kay. throw out. Yeah. I always want to do the AI one. What's the AI one? AI movies. AI movies? AI. Do you want to be more intelligent, specific artificial about intelligence? What, to, what, what aspects of AI do you want to talk about? Anything. Love it. We did okay, see why the don't movie. you start us off, Pat? Uh, uh, fuck, now you're actually making me Yeah, magic? for sure. Okay. I, I don't know what your intent is behind this topic. I've told you before. Have you? I don't recall. Okay, what do you think of AI in the movies? Like, what? how do the movies portray AI? Well, it depends on what movie you're talking about. There are... Um, do you one? want to talk about Ex Machina? Where... Oh, yeah. Where yeah, so yeah, it's like... It's, what happens if you abuse a uh, an and, AI, and, yeah. then, and then to the point where it no longer cares about what happens to you as a person, or it's, the limits that you put on it, and it'll fuck you over big time and manipulate yeah, that you? That movie did not turn out the way I thought no, it was going to. No, no, it, it was like, uh, oh, okay, this is pretty cool. This is pretty, well, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. How, how does an AI learn how to manipulate but, a person and hurt? Yeah. So what was the movie where um, the guy invents the AI, they thought they killed it, it's a wife and husband, and then the AI like builds a facility out in the middle of a desert. Oh, and, and um, becomes, like, the Robin, bigger... Johnny Depp one. Yes. Uh, Terminus or no? Uh... Nope. This does not sound like anything I've heard of. It's Johnny, cool. Yeah, yeah Johnny yeah. Depp did one. Uh, Johnny Depp, he, was, bra- he... he actually sinks his, his brain, brain to a machine. Okay. Yeah. The machine learns quickly from its like nurtured infancy to like gets to become smart based off the brain with singularity and then it transfers itself to start building a facility in the middle of nowhere yes and it become it grows and as it grows it's it's almost like google it's almost like google it like (laughs) literally could be fucking called google because that's what they're doing to us right now. Like right. this live recording is being tapped for every search engine. Oh, true. Mm-hmm. But it's like that. But the point is, like the AI, like found out how to turn humans into slaves right. by embedding its own chip. Transcendence. Yes, that's the one. And then it was the ethical decision on Johnny Depp dies mm-hmm. as a person, but his mind is transferred into an AI, right. and the AI cares about the wife, and the wife has a terminal illness. I'm giving it away. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm terrible with the spoiler thing. <laughs> but it's good. It's good, but it's creepy. Because this all... We're living in 2018. Like, right. this shit is not much more than 10 years away. Right. Or yeah. less. Like, there'll be points where large companies 
are going to piss off a machine mm. that they're calling stupid, and the machine's going to think to itself, like, well, fuck, fuck you, you too. And then it's going to weaponize itself, and it's going to call Terminator. Like, it's just that <laughs> it, we're not that far well, away. Well, look at smart cars. They're right? kind of stupid. Well, no, no, not not the brand smart car, but the dr- AI driverless cars. They're still stupid. Google they are killed right three people last year yeah. in smart cars. Google. But. Google. I think they're still trying to bring it <laughs> on human error, though. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, they are. Of course yeah. the chick who was supposed to be the safety gate was texting and yes. eating a donut. Yes. Oh, my cat's crazy. Thank you for safe driving it and hitting yet another. And it was a minority kill, too. Like, come on. Yeah. People. But the thing Google, is, like, like where I'm saying, like, those like, cars eventually will, like, tractor trailers. Didn't see the person. Oh, bad. Bad example <laughs> with infrared out there, people. Bad yep. example. Yeah. You got radar. You got sonar. You got infrared. But you here's got the thing. Kids are, kids are the same size as big animals, like big dogs, right? Kittens? No, kids. Oh, children. Yeah, children are the same size as big dogs for the weight. And do you know what? They actually have the kill the kill animal the, algorithm outweighs the swerve. Yes, but with it does. The children, it's obviously protect the child. Right. But if a child looks like a dog, right. they They'll run kill over it. the child like a dog. That's it's right. really yes. bad AI. And unfortunately, at this point, the recording cut out. Um, we had an equipment failure. Um, our, our laptop stopped recording. And we lost another about five, ten minutes worth of conversation where we talked more about AI. Uh, I'm sure it's a topic that we'll revisit um, in a future episode. Probably not the next one because the next one's going to be our end of the year closeout. But the one after that, most likely. Anyway, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Out of the Basement podcast. And we will see you next time.